is episode 711 for October 2021, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is uh, by a YouTuber by the name of Ugress, and they did a nice cover of the Spider-Man theme song, so check that out. A uh, big thank you goes to everyone that logs on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and helps support the site and help me pay the bills. And a couple perks that they get are their names in front of all of our live streams, and also their names read in front of our audio. They also get some exclusive podcasts, like our monthly Spider Satellite episode. They also get um, a lot extra perks, like uh, two weeks in advance. For instance, uh, the Patreon members had this episode, I think, for three weeks before I'm releasing it right now. So a big thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR... Uh, Robert Scott, Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh, Brian, David, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John P., Josh, Kelly, King Hillbilly, Laura, Noah P., O-Force 33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Stephen, Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Matthew, Michael K, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper, and also we have Nick, Patrick, Ryan, Sailor, Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, Toby Z. Thank you to each and every one of them. So again, log on to patreon.com. And help support the site and get some nice swag and perks. I didn't mention the Crawl Space t-shirts, the Crawl Space uh, decals, the Crawl Space coffee mugs. Uh, that's more perks that you get by joining Patreon. All right. You've been waiting to hear this review. I know you have. Here it is. Wrapping up Nick Spencer's Rock. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our ASM review show. Man, you guys have been expecting this one. You're excited for this one. I've got chat going on before we even were in the room. So uh, I'm glad that you guys are showing up. You're anxious to talk these two issues. And so let's introduce the panel. We have JR. JR, you're sipping out of a new cup. What kind of cup is it? Oh, well, I tell you the. <laughs> You know, before the before the United States Postal Service decide to go into a prolonged delay and lockdown of of service, mm -hmm. uh, if you've been reading the news, uh, I received this this uh, delectable little goodie in the mail. <laughs> it is a crawl space coffee mug, which I'm drinking Mountain Dew out of currently. One, because yeah, that's, that's what, what you're do, supposed to do in it. Yeah, that's what I do during the show. And two, I don't do coffee on the weekends because I do. A lot of frantic mm. coffee drinking during the weekdays. So nice. anyway, so I just, uh, you know. Well, that's awesome. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, it's awesome. It's, 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 uh, if you're a Patreon member, Patreon members get those shipped out to them. So I, even I don't have one of those yet. That's kind of yeah. cool. I just feel very special. Yeah. Speaking of someone special, George, what's going on? <laughs> I'm drinking out of a uh, Spider-Man tumbler. Oh, let me see it. It's Where red is... like Spider-Man. Oh, I thought I thought you <laughs> No, it's a Texas Texas tumbler. Oh, there you go. I have um, a Spider-Man cup. Look at little McFarlane on it. That look looks that. like the old one you had. Well, it's frankly. The... Did I already show that one off? I guess. Um, so heads up, you animals. Uh, whoa, my, whoa, my, whoa. my mother 
Uh-oh. is uh, is in the audience tonight watching on YouTube. That's why I'm, I'm buttoning up and trying to look presentable. Yeah. Um, so cool. so I no swear. Mom's on. No swear words. You're a little bit. You're a little bit on your better behavior, which is nice. Mom should be on more often. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. So uh, yeah, no swear words. Jr. Yeah. Watch that salty. Watch that saltiness you're, that you but, slip into every now and then. But it's not my mother. You know. <laughs> It's our besides, I, I wouldn't be clean for her anyway. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, wow. let's keep introducing the panel. We have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hi. Um, wow, you family look, members watching you, Kelly for you? Kelly, <laughs> you, look, you look eerily like this picture of uh, Spider-Girl I just saw. I know, yeah, right? I know, right? Yeah. It's very strange. It's very, very strange. <laughs> uh, that was so cool. I, I am very uh, humbled and honored by that wonderful drawing uh by mr friends that was very cool yeah it was yeah. so cool mr ron friends one of our friends of the show uh did a little uh sketch and uh spider girl and kelly looks exactly like the inspiration for the mayday on the i line. would uh, cool. i would i would ask ron friends to draw me but i'm pretty sure he would just uh redraw <laughs> that uh, that fat octopus kid from uh from him <laughs> falco's run remember what was his name emil no no uh, what, what was his name jr help me um uh, uh, Ollie, 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 I, I know. I'm I know the, the recur- one that has to break it down. I'm the recur. I'm. I know the recurring theme has been what cups we're wearing. So um, I'm not even going to try. This isn't Spider-Man themed at all. It's just a. Uh, what's the, it's a soda stream bottle. It's just that I just drink water out of. It's just it's generic hipster water. Do that. <laughs> it's just water. There's. It just, I just get it from this. I just get it from my bathroom sink. Do that. <laughs> I was gonna say, do those homemade soda machines taste yeah, good? I don't. They're do okay. Every once in a while, they're okay. But like, I wouldn't. Well, that's bring not a re- rousing endorsement. <laughs> I got okay. It's, it's impacted because I when I used to work at Staples, we sold the carbon tubes for those things. Okay. And I hated them because everyone would ask about them, and as a defect, I started to hate them the more I hated the customer. I noticed that's a that's a theme. The longer you work at some place, the more you hate the product that you're selling. Often that seems to be the case, or, or the or the people, or the people. Yeah, it's, it's to me, it's the people. I worked yeah. at, uh, I managed a coffee shop, and I love coffee. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But the people, people killed that it, come huh? in, like I can't I, oh, have yeah. a frappuccino anymore, like one of the fraps, yeah. because of the type of people that order them. I can't yeah. do it. Uh, I don't want to be like them. <laughs> I worked. Uh, I worked Best Buy Electronics, and I worked electronics at Sears, like home, like TVs, VCRs, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but I didn't hate the electronics. I just didn't like the people I had to That's work funny. with. Someone we do like is Shy Town. What's going on, Shy Town? Hey, up, everyone! Can you all hear me? Good. You sound Marginal. good. You sound good. All right, man. great. So we're on our best behavior because George's mother is here. That's right. Okay. And so no, um, no, no, we no, also have not. we also have to be on our best J- behavior J-R- because Peter here, you know, Spider Man. But yeah. since we're going to be talking about Ben, I thought I'd bring a more cute, adorable thing. So hold on one second here. Jr. never made such a conviction. So oh, what's up? Hello. Oh, full screen. Hi, how are you? Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi. How are you? Good. Can you give us a thwip? Can you thwip? 
Can yeah. you do like Spider Man, you know, with your hand? There I think we're scaring him. I know. Oh, there's a thwip. Good job, buddy. Oh, good job. Do you want to hear a green goblin laugh? No, you'll scare the child. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that, Neil? Hi. 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 <laughs> oh, that's, that's, scary. that's a scary goblin laugh. What's your favorite Spider-Man? Uh, Peter. You like Peter? And Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider. Is that the one with the skull that's on no, fire? That's Is that Gwen. him? It's Gwen. Go, guys. I, I, I blame oh, the Ghost parent. Ghost Spider. Oh, okay. Ghost Spider Gwen. Okay. See you later, buddy. George, See George, you, George blames Disney Jr. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, Adam God. says the next generation of Crawl Space podcast right here. Yeah. Uh, How come mine are no longer cute? That's what I don't know what happened to mine, but uh, they're no longer no, cute. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. George is seething right now. His mom even, is listening and he's like, what is wrong with you? Even, <laughs> even I'm not that brutal. And I mean, I'm an, I'm an a-hole. Uh, I am. The future is now, old man. Wow. Oh, I'm so sorry, Jerry. Are you okay? Take another sip of Mountain Dew from your cross. Yeah, I was about to he's going to throw sorry. it at his computer. <laughs> <laughs> What's my mom going to say when I log off? Oh my gosh. All right. Let me get through the chat real quick. Um, I no, wait, wait. I think I'm the only person that's had his mom watch the show. No, my mom has. My mom. Your mom? Oh, well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. My mom's downstairs, so technically she's watching it. My uh, mom signed the guest she's involved. the crawl space back in 98. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, so if uh, if I, I refuse to let my mom watch you guys. <laughs> Sorry. What did Kelly say? I missed it. Oh, I'm I'm just saying I uh, my mom has asked and I have uh, refused to let her watch. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I agree that is fair actually. Wait a minute. Neil if Neil's mom is downstairs, does that mean that instead of living in his mother's basement, he's living in her attic? Sure. Yeah, there you uh, go. No, um no we got B Rich in Kansas City saying hello. We got Hornet Second Canada. Uh, Gary in the Frozen saying hello. Mary, what's going on? Can't wait to hear JR tear this one apart. <laughs> what makes you think I'm going to do that? It's you. What makes you think uh, <laughs> Red Squadron, sound off. Give your location. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to be here for what could be George's last appearance. Oh, no. I don't know. Horn Hornet's like um, a psychic, I think. We are, when JR turns in his grades F, 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 and F. Fred, Fred, and Fred. Uh, Adams in Los Angeles watching. Uh, George left in the late 90, 190s in the podcast. He will be back again. He's just like Chucky. He'll be back. He always comes back. That's, I'm mixing Wait a minute. If Hornacek is from the east coast of Canada, shouldn't that be like Quebec? Shouldn't he speak in French or something? I thought that was the West. Adam says, no, no, Quebec, Quebec is in, Quebec is in the east. It's just a, no, no, no. I, th I thought like in the west is where they spoke French. I, I, I don't know Canada. It's, no, it's no. like it's like the state I know least about. Well, no, George. Quebec is on the eastern, on the Thank northeastern tip of Canada. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Comic says, hi, Ma Webb. There you go. Aww. That is literally what my friends called her uh, because her, her last name is legitimately Webb. Yes, no doubt. Yeah, I, I got, think I said that on the show. We got Chris going on, uh, watching us. What's going on, man? Hey, Chris. Uh, Ali Osnick. Osnick, that's the last name. Mm -hmm. uh, all the hipsters drink from the bathroom sink, Neil, is what Adam yeah. says. <laughs> <laughs> or the really? toilet. Oh, why not? Oh, here we go. Thank you for the super chat, Vinkman. I'll bite and ask the obvious question. Kelly, how was your vacation? 
You did some uh, ho- cool Halloween stuff, I saw. I did. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was great. Um, I, unfortunately, uh, thanks to a Windows 10 update, uh, they had some problems with some projectors, including no. Spider-Man. So I think we wrote it six or seven times, and three of those times I had to leave no. because the projectors were dying and they needed to be oh, reset i heard a little rumor that apparently they're not allowed to get new projectors which i think is a travesty and they should because the ride should stay around forever yeah no doubt i need to ride it once i've never ridden it i, I always never. wanted to it's i wish i had to, I, I wish i had the conviction to go on any ride six or seven times in one vacation um well i picked the weekday for a reason oh yeah that way the wait time was maybe 10 15 minutes tops on like the super big brand new rides so spider-man was pretty much a walk-on the entire time i don't know if that's a good thing does that mean he's not as popular well so it can it still averages about a 40 minute time frame like on a busy day so that's still pretty good um yeah it's just like nobody was in the park because it was a weekday during september 40 minutes for Iron Man Jr.? No, no, no. no. This, no, this, no, this is the bus ride. I didn't oh, go to Universal. Disneyland. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. my bad. My bad. I, 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 I was like, wow. Florida. No. We, we, I don't, probably... we don't talk about Iron Man Jr. here because no. <laughs> that just makes me mad because apparently that's no. the whole situation is that it sounds like since Marvel has the purse, Disney has the purse strings for Marvel. Something has to be signed off on if they do any kind of renovation, and nobody wants to even do the necessary renovation oh, to install sucks. new projectors. Well, they don't want, yeah, they want when Marvel telling them what they need to change. Oh, In that man, case, I guess, right, Kelly? Well, no, it's well, it's basically they have to sign off, and that's essentially it. Sounds like Disney is being yeah. petty. They which want it is to die. That's awful. Yeah. That's yeah. awful. Because it, it is literally the better ride. It is. It is. It yeah. is. Literally yeah. better ride. Uh, ironically. Well, Hornacek says, the more you work at a place, the more you hate the product of other people. Is it true for the podcast? No. No comment. Hey, Brad, real quick. Brad, Yo. real quick. Uh, I just realized looking at myself from this angle, I, I look like uh, like uh, uh, Stephen uh, Amels, you know, the, the Green Arrow. I look like his uh, older, fatter brother. Less attractive <laughs> brother. I was thinking. I can this, see it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I was not yeah. thinking the same thing. Uh, let's see. Um, so, so, like, if George's mom is on here, can he tell? Can she tell us like little cuddly stories of when George was, you know, young and, uh, you know, in like, chat? No, oh, she's no, front, no, because no, because she's watching probably on her. Uh, on her iPad, uh, and probably just have it like full screen. She's probably just watching. She probably not not mastered the art of chat yet. Don't don't uh, second guess your mother. She might be able to say some. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that now. And then we're about to. Yeah, oh, then we're about to learn. George, George, George is tempting fate right now. He's like, All right. she can't, she I, can't I, I no no. I bought I bought her lunch today. We went and had Mexican. Well, that uh, doesn't for lunch mean she's today. not going to say a childhood she, memories. About you can't you can't he, kill somebody when they bought you uh, Mexican. What? For lunch Who mentioned that killing? Day? You're you start. <laughs> Because <laughs> listen, you don't know my mom. My mom will take me out, dude. I mean, she, and, and I mean, uh, also it depends on she the brought you in. Food. That's she what she says. says. I brought true. you in. I'll take you out, yeah. and she and she means it. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> she joins the CIA right. to take out George. What? Uh, be rich. I love everyone, even Jr. Okay, Aww. thank you. <laughs> that seems okay, like so qualified we've praise. A, we've got two issues we're going to tackle. They are really anxious to hear our thoughts on eight seventy five. Uh, and I, which cover did y'all get? I got the Friends, 
and our good friend Ron Friends right here. Good looking cover. And I was so excited for the issue, I bought a second one. Oh my oh, God! Twenty oh, oh, bucks. Christ! Oh, Jesus, Jesus! What the hell is wrong? Twenty bucks come out. <laughs> you are fueling the fire, Douglas. The you are toilet paper you'll ever buy. Here's the here's the thing. I I wanted the Vicentini cover, but my store was having trouble, like not getting a hold of it. But like they they I didn't want them to have more logistical hurdles to get another cover. So I'm like, you know, just give me the Gleason one. The Gleason one's good. So I pre-order my books, and this one arrived uh, at the end of the month. I had to get this one on release date because I was you so are- excited to read it. You are part of the problem, Douglas. I, yep. <laughs> Legit, you are. You are. I, I would agree. Are. Yeah. Uh, well, Mr. Comics bought three covers. He's out. Oh my god! Oh, wow. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right. So this is the book, and Kelly, you've got this one. So All right. you've got a huge book to review. <laughs> Nine of a thousand artists. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Two so- two writers, three <laughs> eight eight ink pencilists, seven inkers. Two colors. You yeah, asked delicious. for this. Lord. Yep. yep. All right. All right. So we basically start with a page, uh, with the page from Spec 200 where Harry dies. And then we get a new updated thing, I guess, of what happens. Or this is a dream. I'm not 100% sure on this. There's some confusion already. Uh, but... Harry wakes up. He thinks he's in a bad dream, but as he walks towards a glowing door, he finds Mephisto and learns that he's in hell. They Mm -hmm. talk, and Harry asks if Mephisto was behind his cursed life, which Mephisto tells him it was never about him. We cut to Peter in present day, being chased by Kindred, um, and we kind of keep cutting in from where this is present day, but it's also the discussion Mephisto had with Harry, Um, That just shows Norman running, Mary Jane jumping into this void window thing away from Sarah, as Mephisto says that all the players in the game are going to the same place. Uh, MJ finds Peter, as does Norman, who tries to tell Peter that there are two kindreds. Meanwhile, at the Hotel Inferno, Mephisto and Strange resume their game. Strange is reminded that if he loses his, that if he loses, he also loses his soul to Mephisto as well. Carly and Harry talk about how he must be a clone and says the best line in this whole issue, which is why is it always clones with us? True. Because mm-hmm. fair, same. <laughs> um, so the kindred twins are basically throwing Peter into the wall and pummel him. Uh, clone Harry scream that we cut back to clone Harry, who is screaming like people can hear him about where he's going or how he's going to go to his family and then opens a door with Carly and now where they've gone from the jail to the morgue now they're in Liz's home and how's that work yeah that's weird yeah that's, that's what I'm saying like there's some weird situations going on here but anyway there's so he some checks way on, down there or something yeah so he checks on Liz then checks on Normie again no mention of Stanley whatsoever yeah good where where is the baby? What happened? Um, so anyway, international waters. I, I guess it, well, he yeah, degenerated. If he's part clone. I mean, that's true. Could, Ooh, that's possible. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but why are they forgetting about him? <laughs> that's, oh no. Anyway, forgettable. Anyway, anyway yeah. uh, Harry goes to his closet where he's keeping 
I don't know why I wrote the goblin goods, but <laughs> there y'all go. Is he uh, going into it, the closet or is he coming out of the closet? No, he so comes I out on a glider. Can't tell, can't tell you. Uh, but <laughs> instead of getting into his goblin garb, he decides he needs to go to his family as himself. Okay. And that's where he's looks crazy on the glider. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. at the Osborne Manor, Norman holds MJ back saying that this is Peter's fight and there's nothing that they can do to help. Which, um, all right. The twins really let Peter have it, but before giving the final blow, someone screams no and throws a pumpkin bomb. It's clearly Harry. Um, Peter asks if it's really him, and he says it is, but he did also admit that he was a clone earlier, so I'm a little confused now. Um, anyway, they work together and beat down the twins and to end things once and for all. Norman keeps saying how this is all his fault, how he's the source of Harry's pain. And we see that Harry, like, when Harry gets touched by one of the kindred tentacle things, he sees, like, a military of Norman-Mephisto hybrids, which, you know, that is a real nightmare. So yeah. that's, yeah. I think I see Jr. back here. No, no. Uh, is yeah. he's, the one with the, he's the one with the swords. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like you, Neil. Never. Feeling mutual. Future now. Take a number. All right. Norman, um, yes. Norman tells MJ how he sold Harry's soul to Mephisto, and now they'll face the truth together and all burn together, which there is a reaction. I don't know if you have the panel in front of you, but there is a great reaction by MJ that, like, here, let me. W, let me like, it is you a, did it what? <laughs> She's like, 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 no, it's like, is it this one? It's yeah, like, that one. It's like, okay. actually, I have no, actually, I have no dialogue bubble, yet I must scream. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, my thing is, is like, it's he's sitting there telling her, even though they don't understand the other parts of this Mephisto plan. So Norman just thinks that, like, because he sold Harry's soul, now Peter and MJ should also face this truth together and then also yeah. burn together because that doesn't look at that face. Nar narcissist much <laughs> yeah it's it's very i don't like look, this version of norman this bugs it, me it looks like there's a batman symbol coming through his forehead do you see the yeah, the batman symbol yeah. am i am i seeing I things see it. yeah it's like Rorschach the boat. test yeah. Was, the, was was that picture just us when we read this issue? Now we all yeah. burn together? No, yeah. it's the very no, last one you were talking yeah. about this with was the other. Wait the till we get there. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Strange, back in uh, Hotel Inferno, Strange is playing to release Harry's soul, and the back of in the back of the manor, Peter starts talking about how this is another clone thing. And he's also exasperated by it. So I love the I love the full thread of how much everyone is tired of clones. Of, of clones. Um, and Harry says that you know Peter doesn't really even know the half of it when it comes to clones. And I wrote, "Why does this feel foreshadowy?" <laughs> True. Uh, one of the twins starts going after Harry, calling him an imposter. As Harry starts coming clean about the Stacy twins' true origins. The twins obviously have a hard time accepting this too and have a clear animosity towards the Harry clone. Uh, Norman asks them to stop and direct their anger at him as it is all his faults. I wrote that in quotations. Mm -hmm. So when the twins oblige, and, like the twins basically are about to oblige, but before they can do anything to Norman, uh, he kind of goes all in about how he failed as a father and tells the twins 
again, their true origins on how they're basically just clones. Mm -hmm. And it was Harry's AI was under the influence of Mephesto. And, you know, really the twins just don't want to hear this crap. Uh, so they call him a liar and start to bite him. I guess they're zombie clones now. Like, literally one of them looks like him? they're biting his arm. Oh, yeah. They We're, literally, one of them panel. is biting his arm. Yeah, one of them is, like, punching oh, down on him, yeah. They yeah. do bite it. It says chomp right there on the... Yeah, it does. <laughs> they're zombie clones now. This exists. Oh, this there is, it is. Okay, yeah, got it. Found yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Look yeah, at that chump. Like a, yeah, yeah, crunch. <laughs> crunch, sorry. Is that like an is that like an anamana thing? Yeah, or yeah, it is. Guys, Zombie, Zombie Skeletor's Zombie. hunger for meat is increasing. We must kill him. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right, Harry and Peter decide. Here, real quick, uh, Vinkman, thank you for the super chat. Clones, why did it have to be clones? Truth, Vinkman. Truth. Right. Yeah. So Harry and Peter decide that they need to save Norman from being eaten by the Stacy twin clones, and. So they start fighting. The twins use Gwen as a crutch to let to try and convince them to let them kill Norman. It doesn't work. And then as Harry tells his father to run, and Norman is more than willing to agree, the twins finally get to him. But before the kindreds can kill Norman, Harry jumps in to save his father and gets a centipede arm thing right in the chest. Yeah. Peter screams for Harry and rushes to him, holding him. Um, as this Harry, who is a clone, as we know from the earlier issue, uh, or earlier in this issue, dies. Peter cries, and I believe it's Sarah under the kindred garb uh, who basically does not understand why Peter would cry over a clone. Peter then gets mad and says that he needs... He needs to get back. I knew someone was going to say that. <laughs> give, give me my ten dollars back. Yeah. yeah, that's why he's yeah. crying. He spent tw ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah just for this. All right. So then we cut back to Hotel Inferno, where apparently this is the game that Stephen and Mephisto are playing. Stephen claims that Mephisto is using the twin using the twins is cheating, and Mephisto talks about how he gives them purpose as the twins haven't had the best life and all they really want is revenge on Norman, who, like most readers, just wants to forget them. Mm, so yeah. Peter and the twins True. keep going at it. Yeah. See, True. that was a joke, but because that was just too real, we're just sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, preach, um, preach. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Peter and the twins keep going at it. And Peter gets really fed up with everything going on and says he isn't going to let them keep messing with him anymore. He's had it. He's done. They keep fighting. And the Stacy twins then call Peter an Osborne apologist and throws Peter into the floor that collapses. Mephisto narrates the scene. And we see that Peter can't quite get up like he normally can muster the strength to, probably because of everything he's been through in the last 24 hours in this yeah. game. Um, Steven reminds Mephisto that they are allowed two champions, and his second champion was never Harry Osborne. Mary Jane comes through the rubble to help pull Peter out. As Peter warns MJ about the twins, they see that they are kind of, even though they've got all the kindred stuff on, they look much older and weaker. Um, and they tell Peter that he's won and that they've failed Mephisto and collapse due to their rapid aging. Sarah lies on the ground dying and asks Peter if, you know, since they're not real, they're, they weren't really real and they were clones was true. And if, you know, it's true that they never had a real mother. Peter tells her that if they needed it, Gwen would have loved them as her children all the same. And I don't uh, think so. Well, mm. 
I think she would give love to them. However, it's this is still a very idolized version of Dead Gwen here. What's up with um, purple Spider-Man hair? It's the weird like light shading. Yeah, it's, yeah it's like it's like lighting. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk Strange. about that in the pros and yeah. cons, I'm sure. Uh, so mm-hmm. Norman now runs to his son's body, crying about how he was the child that he always really wanted. But once again, this is too little, too late. Peter collapses on MJ, letting his emotions finally catch up with him. At Hotel Inferno, Stephen asks Mephisto, why does he have this infatuation interest in Peter Parker? Mephisto explains that the house always wins because they arrange the game. When he interferes with a life, he sees all of their destinies um, as he knows his. The world he knows awaits for him, and he can see the one who will end it. Mm -hmm. We see... At first, this vision is Peter. So Mephisto likes to meddle to mitigate his risk in losing his destiny. Mephisto tries to finish the conversation, but Stephen knows the devil is lying. Mm -hmm. Stephen was never just attacking Peter Parker. He always goes after... He doesn't go after just one person. He goes after something greater. Mephisto then says that no one can ever really tell what the future holds, something that I think everyone should remember in this issue, uh, yeah. as we start our discussion on this, that no one knows what the future holds, not even yep. Mephisto. Uh, and we see the <clears throat> vision of new Avengers that are definitely not a next mm-hmm. and a spider girl that looks a lot like our 982 Mayday yep. with maybe red hair. But of course, since this is a dream vision world, everything is kind of red to begin with. So we can't really tell her true hair color and the art we and the art's to. not that great <laughs> yeah, no, and i don't think we were yeah. again this is a dream this is mephisto's yeah. vision I'm, I'm pretty sure i know the future and that it's uh just continued stringing readers along and unsatisfying conclusions for days <laughs> right for very for very well, why can't they exactly. tell that yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway so mephisto then reminds steven that you know hey look you won you freed harry's soul Nothing of any importance was really lost along the way. And he feels like it's, you know, anything at least worth mentioning. Stephen realizes that maybe Mephisto's arrogance will be his downfall. As if his subjects endure and become stronger, they can finally overcome and see the light of a new day. We see MJ helps Peter basically walk on out of that chaos get on a plane and she lets him stay with her since as we know he doesn't really have an apartment anymore so as we see peter wake mj up and swing around new york city with her and then they have a lovely kiss Uh, i think it's very reminiscent of that first issue with spencer that we saw (laughs) uh, even though the art is not the the same and that is the end of this story for now neil Uh, already uses that panel of peter as a meme yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's her face. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what do you think of this meme here? Uh, That's Nick Spencer you, telling you, us, "Look, this is what you, we you have." Get, to so, so you guys, so you guys remember that satellites episode where I had to wife was wondering whether or not I left the oven on at my dad's house and I had to drive back home. This was kind of that face I had like the minute before. I'm like, I "Oh god, the I need to go." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so that was the main story, I believe. Here, let's go. You think so, we have? I think we should grade the main story and then okay. we can we can talk about the bag. So, Kelly, All right. what's your grade on that one? My grade, B plus. B as in boy. B as in boy. Okay, Neil. So I'm before I give my grade, I'm gonna give kind of a reference that George and Gerald get. So okay. imagine for a minute, if you will, 
uh, Dale Earnhardt, famed NASCAR driver. He's at the Talladega 500. <laughs> and on the last lap, he, he thinks, you know what? I'm going to give some smoke a little early. Give him, give him a show. And then his tires blow out and he careens into the wall and dies. That's kind of how this issue was. I'm giving it a yeah. C minus. Okay. P- Peter? <laughs> I get that reference. Um, Actually, yeah! I, too. I, <laughs> I, got, I got the reference, too. I just I, I like how Neil assumes that JR and I are like huge NASCAR fans. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, seem, you seem like the kind of people who would get that kind of thing. I can wow. see JR. Wow. No. wow. I got wow. it, but uh, I'm not a NASCAR fan. But wow. obviously you're you're implying you're certainly implying something about George and Mai's uh uh intelligence and uh, what? uh, yeah, Neil, what? uh Neil, I can't believe from. I I can't believe how inappropriate you're being right now. <laughs> I know. It's so Peter is even looking at you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this should just be the crawl space uh Discord uh, what, what, now. Yeah, that what, panel right there. We, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're 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 distracting from Peter giving his grade. Yes, Peter's yeah. grade. We have it's, a, we it's, have it's a B? not uncommon though. B it's a B minus for me. Do you say B plus, Kelly? No, I, B minus. Yeah, B I, minus. I said B plus, he said B minus. And you, Neil, what was yours again? C minus? Yeah. Okay, George? F. Ooh. The only F I think George has ever oh. given. No, and, I've and, given and, and, oh. Oh, I think wow. I I think I've given a D uh before and it was one of those Lowest things where, Spencer grade where, ever. where wow. I don't well I as we'll as we'll talk about, I don't yeah, agree with Spencer. The cons. Wow. This isn't oh, on yeah. Spencer. I, I I don't think Chris Yeah. 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 I, I love this Christos Gage book. I really do enjoy it. That, that's D that's minus. fine. D minus, all right. D minus <laughs> There we go. Ooh. <sighs> wasn't personally offended. I save F's for being personally offended. Yeah. But it, Boy, it, I it was. was it was pretty damn close. Um I was personally I, I'm offended. more in the Neil camp. I'll go C minus also. Um F because I'm not twenty generous. bucks. Uh, <laughs> people are too okay, okay, Brad. That's, that's on all, me. I get myself an you. F. That's I get myself you. an F. Marvel has done a lot. That is wrong here, but the twenty dollars that you're out that's, is that's on my you. Respo- mm-hmm. you chose I'm this. About a character you chose responsibility. It. I'm responsible for the twenty bucks. Yeah, yep. that's true. Okay, Kelly, let's hear your pros. What'd you like? So, okay, I kind of have a little rant on this. Uh, I think everyone does. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. T- the story is kind of yeah, like it's written like it's a big epic. Uh, you know, we do get a uh, some conclusion. Uh, you know, real conclusion with the Stacy twins, we see, you know, the best that I think we could ever expect about ending brand new day, because again, Marvel is still going to have final say, and they're not going to admit that that was the biggest comic mistake that they've made in the last 30 years. Um, So, you know, at least there's something like that. I think that we're given some motivation as to why Mephisto is there, but it's flimsy. Um, I mean, I, Overall, enjoyed the conclusion of the story, knowing that it had to wrap up very quickly uh, as Spencer was leaving. But I do think, like, because everybody I know is, like, going, I'm sure, saying, oh, but the pro has got to be Mayday being in here in one panel. But I don't think everyone fully understands what that means, because the amount of people that I've had come to me going, oh, my God, this looks like Nick Spencer is trying to do a spider girl thing oh my goodness it means mayday is the actual future of the 616 yeah that's not it here her future like let's be fair here may as we know her was killed as a baby in the 616 although i guess maybe this new norman could pull a seven-year-old out of somewhere in europe i don't know (laughs) how how creepy would that be (laughs) 
that would be very creepy. And that's, that like, wouldn't be the creepiest thing he's done. It's not. That's true. However, all I'm saying is that, you know, as we know it, she's dead. She was killed on international waters by Norman in 1996. <laughs> Deal with it. Like, the thing is, is she's not, we're not getting a new Mayday. We're not getting this set future for the 616. We can't. Because that would then, like, if we had a set future on something, there would be no way for anybody to fully be creative. And eventually the series would then have to end. Yeah. So let's not put that on there. Like, I just feel like a lot of people saw her in that panel, like Bleeding Cool did, and said, oh, one plus one equals 11. And that's not the case. She represents a possible future that Mephisto was scared of and had a fear for. He literally is terrorized. Like, his nightmares are a spider child. They put it in there there so that uh, people would get excited about it and start to wonder about it when all they're going to do with it is jack shit. They're they're, they're going to do nothing about it. Even if they'll make you think they will at one point, they're just going to drag (laughs) it out and give you and give you another unsatisfying conclusion. Yes. Marvel does not respect you as a reader. Well, yeah. Well, I'll give you about money. They care about the fact Brad spent that's kind of my thing it's like oh, sorry. the thing is is she's in that vision to show you like this is literally his fear is all of the future and hope that she represents for you as fans that's why they drew her instead of like yeah. annie or yep yep, yep. or jj abrams man this, the reason she's drawn there is to represent that part of the fandom, like or that, that basically the parts where we wanted them to be married and have kids. It represents the part of fandom that Marvel hates. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, let's be fair. It feels like Mephisto is kind of a stand-in for Marvel editorial here. Yeah. Mm, we were some, no. Some yeah. of us were saying that at uh, one more day, and Brad told us to stop. Because some of us were calling, we're, were calling it out and saying uh, Joe Quesada was, or Mephisto was basically a metaphor for Joe Quesada. But okay, why don't I feel, and see, here's my thing. I don't necessarily think he's meant to be one person, but I feel like he is meant to represent kind of the fact, because what I saw in this, and maybe it's, you know, at least the parts that I feel like maybe did come from Spencer, yeah, and they could have even came from Christos Gage, but what it felt like was they are trying their best to undo uh brand new day and technically they succeeded however it was never going to be the ending that we wanted because this is still mephisto's house and he's still going to mitigate and do anything he needs to to get the future he wants which is very much saying like editorial will tell them no the things that you want to see as fans the writers i'm sure would love to write that for you but that might not always be what's going to be on paper at the end of the day. I think most everyone would agree that we wanted the Mephisto not to win after one more day. And that's what we were, we were wanting a lot. We were, some were wanting as much the marriage to be restored. However, at the end of this story, did Mephisto still not win? I mean, Spider-Man didn't even know he was fighting Mephisto technically. I don't think. No, he never did. That's the whole point is Mephisto. This is still his house. He he, he wasn't. He wasn't fighting Mephisto in a way that this whole thing centered around Harry. Remember, it it was about Peter Parker's soul until it wasn't. 
Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. Was Peter, it was Peter Parker's soul until Nick Spencer went to Substack and then they were And then editorial decided, no, it's about Harry. It's about Harry. And who else got a Spider-Man 3 vibe? All right, Harry, let's go get the bad guys. Let's team up. I got the I mean, whole Spider-Man 3 vibe. We didn't get a pumpkin bomb at the end. Harry, Harry and Norman's face changes five times, if not more, in each issue. There's even one where Norman's face literally changes every single panel. Yeah. I don't, was, that, was that 72? Don't know. don't know. Like this is it's in this issue. It's really bad. Enigma oh, okay. I was, I was thinking. I was thinking of ASM. Seda is laughing right now. Uh, do you? I don't know if he's laughing. I. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. I, I don't know. I. That was a weird comment to put up. This was. Oh, as, wait, 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 it was a super, about, it was a super oh, chat. This, about, this was uh, as Quesado used to say. Sorry. One of his little. One of his little reality slaps. Yeah. 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 I. Well. Again, I. I'm not sitting here blaming Cascada because he had nothing to do with this Cascada. issue. I, uh, I, 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 oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know that, Kelly. I don't know that he didn't have something to do with this issue. I mean, he started it, but I don't think he. I, I, I don't. I don't know that. I, 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 I feel I like he, he, he's he not over. He's not over editorial anymore. He's, he's, he's over editorial. I mean, he's still. He's still. The, yeah, he's still like the chief creative uh, director I, or whatever. That's Ke- isn't that Kevin Feige? No, Kevin no. Feige is the for films. the movies. For what yeah. I uh, what I believed was that Joe had moved over to the cartoons, and that's where he was creative director was the animation field, not the comics anymore. I am convinced, and no one will change my mind, okay. that Guiseta and Brevert talk somebody out of letting you know this the original ending get through, and then and to swerve it at the end, and that's what they did. And you, I, no, no I, one will I, ever convince me otherwise, and and all the all the evidence I need is right there when we we pivoted from Peter it, Parker's soul inexplicably to Harry Osborne's soul. Yeah, it really, that was, it really did. Oh, go ahead, Kelly. No, I, it just it felt like whiplash. It was very confusing. yes. It really didn't even read like Spencer's writing, honestly. Enough. Yeah, I, I mentioned this on a different show I was on, but um, this book feels like it was written by. Not even like another person, but like a like a department, like a, like a you know we have like the Beyond board as the leaders for Beyond. It kind of feels like they kind of parked like a group of writers together and said, "Okay, here's here's Spencer's notes. Uh, auto find find and replace all the words that say one more day with um, Harry Osborne's soul. Uh, make it work. You have ten days to send it to art." And I I I don't think that's exactly how it happened. But I think that's how it happened in spirit. Well, I so I still think Spencer had a touch on this, but like I said, I do think somebody there was definitely working as a team to make everybody happy, so it got published on time. Yes. And nobody was happy. Lot, lots yeah. of cooks in the kitchen, and the and the dish tasted like crap. This is why brain trusts also don't work. Yeah. Well, the. Um, yeah. What, what, how many months ago was it around Christmas when Mephisto and Strange showed up? February, yeah. And Strange said, What about Peter Parker's soul? What did the story have to do with Peter Parker's soul? Nothing. So, so, real real quick, um, in the last, like in the letters page, not the letters page, but like the end of Spencer of the main issue, there's a little letter that Nick Lowe writes, yeah. And oh, the the one where he, uh, can can I get through this? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, I think it was either here or in ASM 75 where um, they mentioned that like they'd been assembling this 
Beyond Board slash Brain Trust slash Webheads 2.0 Electric Boogaloo mm-hmm. since like December of 2020 when like Last Remains was coming out. So I'm convinced that like this has been in the works. Like ASM 60 was kind of on the printing Christmas. press, ready to go, mm-hmm. and at at some point, either Spencer left, like either left on his own volition, or he uh, left, or he got pushed out. And um, they're using Beyond as like a stopgap to find their new main writer, wh- whether it be one of the Beyond board or like one of their other writers who's down a project. I think uh, I yeah. think that Spencer really wanted. What's that sound? That's Neil's That's, chair. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you had some really new. Just want to come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get for speaking up. <laughs> sorry, I keep my mouth shut. But uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> Spencer really wanted uh, Peter to propose to Mary Jane in this issue. I think yeah. that's what he wanted. Whether the marriage was going to be intact or not, he still wanted that to happen. And Marvel had it. The mandate got in, got in the way. And I that's agree why with Spencer. Left. Jeffrey has a good point. It, it felt like Nicolo was dissing Spencer a little bit by just giving him one paragraph. That, that was that was kind of what I thought. He mentioned it at the very yeah. end, yeah. and then like, oh, by the way, yeah, thanks for putting in three years. You know, it, it's yeah. like here's, here's, a, here's a two weeks note. Here's a two weeks notice. Yeah, there, there, it didn't sound like there's any love lost there. Yeah, you know? I I also feel too though. It's entirely and obviously we'll never know until. Um, so this is pure Spencer. speculation. So Spencer's got to really, talk sometime. Yeah, but it really does feel like it's possible Spencer left because he couldn't get his story out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, That one must be heartbreaking because he he left because Substack wrote him a big-ass check. That's why he left. Think about it. If he really – basically, the the thing is is it could have just been perfect time, perfect place because he was already getting frustrated by not being able to tell exactly the story he wants to tell. Well, I I don't know if that's the case then. I mean they kept letting him set up the story he wanted to tell. For, and they for just wouldn't let him pull the trigger. A couple the end. of years, and then at the end, either he was gone, and they brought in, you know, a Gage to finish it out, uh, you know, and, and that's how they ended it up, you know. But I mean, I, it it feels like, like, like it, it kind of feels like like Spencer wasn't even involved with this issue, and I no. damn sure don't think this was the ending that Spencer had 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 planned. Yep. What, no, George, what do you think the ending that. he had planned? I think they, I think they were, I, I think like, uh, I think Shytown Spidey, right? I think at the end of it, they were, they were supposed to propose and maybe that's how they were going to defeat Mephisto. Yeah. Uh, now instead, a ring on it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, uh, we got strung along. Yes. Uh, we got, uh, teased. That's putting it mildly. Um, and in the end result, you know, it was like Marvel. It's like, uh, Lucy and, 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 uh, Charlie Brown with the football. Oh, very true. You know? And uh, and that was that uh, that was my snapping point. Now, as a as a fan, I was like, you know, I haven't liked a lot of what you've done for twenty years. Uh, you have made horrible changes. You have uh, been terrible stewards of this character. So for you to tease continuously, you know, for what over two years or almost two years that you were going to address this and finally have it done. That's where all the momentum was. That's where all the behind the scenes marketing was, 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 Oh, one more day is getting, getting thrown out here. We're about to get resolved to do this at the end of all this is not only unsatisfying, it's a betrayal. Yeah. Uh, And and it's, it's what I said earlier about how Marvel does not respect its readers. All they want you to, they see you as fat wallets to open up whenever they put out crap variants. 
like uh, you know Sorry. somebody on the podcast you bought Sorry. to, and and, and, and they know it's not a crap they, variant. It was it's Ron Friends. Well, well, yeah. That, well, no, are, no, no, no. I, I, a, yeah. I, I'm not talking about Friends specifically. I'm talking about just what do they expect you to buy variants? Period. Doesn't matter what it is. True. They once did a series of Rhino variants where it was just different degrees of his horn coming through a goddamn wall. <laughs> 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 that's true i mean they did they yeah, did it's absolutely true it was disgusting that's, it was that, they did and people and people were stupid enough to, and i'm sorry i don't want to insult anybody but people were stupid enough to buy it i feel like you're pointing fingers at someone in here but i, I think brad bought like the whole halfway through. i think that was no, brad the variant i just the halfway the through i mean the whole okay. variant george i said that so you didn't have to name names and you just went to oh brad did it well, i mean it's it, 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 you know uh, so too though Oh. MJ and Peter still don't know that they they sold their marriage to then, the devil. No. Nothing, nothing, has, nothing has been addressed. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's None the one thing. Been now, fixed now the one. I, do you like that the George the uh, the Stacy twins or Norman didn't sleep with Gwen? That was fixed, but it wasn't the bigger problem. I don't think. Right. It, I mean, it, it wasn't the bigger problem. Don't get me wrong. We should all be thankful to Nick Spencer for getting rid of that shit show. Yeah. You know, and, and putting that on the ash heap of history, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and yes, thank you for, for that pro. at least. There's That's a, a pro. pro. That's a pro. That's why it's not an F minus. <laughs> um, but uh, but I and, and again, my F is not does not reflect Spencer because I believe Spencer had intended to tell us a different story yeah. than what we got. And I think the end, the unsatisfying result, the inexplicable, unexplained shift from Peter Parker's soul, which is just forgotten and tossed out a window. Yes. And shifted to area. This is my number one piece of evidence that editorial got involved in the end and, and mandated this. Because Spencer was like wanting us to focus on Peter's soul. That made everybody think, oh, here we go. And then Marvel's yep. like, ah, ah, woo, pulls the rug right under you. Ah, ha, ha, ah, maybe 900. Keep buying those variants. <laughs> and yeah. and I'm, I'm done as a reader, Brad. I'm, I'm not going to buy Amazing Spider-Man anymore. And it's not just the, the beyond thing. Wow. It's not just the beyond thing, because remember, I was kind of on the fence. Yeah. Uh, this issue pushed me off that fence, not only pushed me off that fence, but pushed me into I'm done. Really? I'm not I'm not buying another Spider-Man comic. <clears throat> now, George, may I uh, say when Amazing Spider-Man 877 comes out and there is a proposal, will you go back? No, okay. no, because because good, because huh? Marvel's already shown us that nothing will come of that and they will get our hopes up and then they will just kick us in the nuts. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, and, and I'm done. Like, what it looks like too is it looks like Mephisto still has the marriage. He does. So, well, here's so, the thing: so Mephisto more, still wins. Well, yeah, he does. In one more day, I think part of the agreement was that Mary Jane told Mephisto, "Fine, we'll go along with this, but you cannot mess with Peter's life anymore." That was one of the things. Mm -hmm. So that puts Marvel against a wall. Dude, so is, in my thinking, I know Marvel doesn't care. I, I get that. But according to their script for one more day, Mephisto uh, didn't back. Uh, Mephisto lost the deal because yeah. he didn't fulfill it. He didn't fulfill his part. He still got in the way of Peter's he's, life. He's the he's, devil. Dude, but he, he, but also, he didn't really matter. do so because what he did was he's a proxy. Messed with, he messed with the Osbournes, which technically is not messing with Peter. Yeah. Can, can I, here, here's real, a, here's real quick, Neil, let me get a couple things. 
Uh, and Vinkman says, here's some money to buy Neil some WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on getting, getting a new chair. Man, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, I'm, look, man, I'm working on getting a new chair. Don't... <laughs> Uh, N7 Stormtrooper22, thank you for the super chat. With the end of this story, my abusive relationship yes. with Marvel comes to an end. Yes. I still listen to the podcast, though. And so, you know, Marvel always talks about the new reader. They need the new reader. They need the new reader. What have they done for the longtime current, uh, they pay their rent on time reader? Yeah. Who can pay your rent? I, I, I just I, lost George. I've, I've always told people this, that every new jumping on point that they, yes. that they throw out there is also a jumping off point. Uh, and and here's the thing. I finally got. I was so dissatisfied with this comic and what. Yeah. And once again, because because they had teased us for like a like a year and a half, two years. Here we go. We're moving towards OMD. Little bits and pieces. Doctor Strange comes out. What's out with Peter Parker? So, oh my God, is this really happening? The hype was real. People got excited about it, and the entire time they knew they were just gonna fist us. Oh jeez! And and and, I'm, I'm and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Mephist- sorry, but as, but, but, but as a reader, as a, as, a, as a reader, I'm tired of being. I'm trying to make a point. Oh, I know. But I thought your God. mother was watching. I don't, I don't care. So, so as a, as a reader, I'm just I'm tired of being disrespected like that. And Jr. has I I've thought a lot in the last ten days, and when Jr. you know Jr. has said numerous times, I've wondered if this is the time for me to just stop. You know, I've wondered if this is the time for me to just step down and Man. and stop doing this because it's also unsatisfying. I finally hit that part this week, and I was like, I have bought my last Spider-Man comic. Oh, man. Uh, we are Mephisto. The, the chat <laughs> is apologizing to your mother. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Hashtag Mephisto. Oh, so my God. Well, I, I, I think I'm, uh, glad I even, I'm glad I've started this new trend. Of <laughs> I think I think I even told her today, like when we were eating lunch, I said, because uh, I had told her I was going to quit reading, <laughs> reading Spider-Man comics. And I, I, technically, my mom was the one that got me into Spider-Man back when I was three. Yeah. So, um, you know, I told her, I said, I, I so I'm still going to do like Spider Jeopardy and I'm still going to do uh, the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home review, whatever the hell it is coming later this year. Yeah. And I told her, I said, that will, that will be the, the final fisting I'm willing to suffer for Marvel oh as gosh. a Spider-Man fan. Hey, the chat is asking J- JR's opinions. JR, yeah. Mary wants well, to know. I think know. it was just Mary that was asking. I mean, yeah, that's so. it. That's the only one that cares. Well, oh, I've my God. Yeah, I just married. There's so. Mob Web. Mob Web figured out how to chat. Oh, what's up? Oh, no. Oh, no. oh wow. Oh, my so, God. Before, 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 was, before was he a cute, cuddly baby, at least? At one time, was he cute and cuddly, or was has he, he always been this cuddly laundry? like he is now? Yeah. Cute and cuddly now. So, so before we move on to JR, I just want to point out how shoddily put together this product is in terms of like a physical product. So, if Brad, can you pull in? Can yeah. you focus in on me real quick? Yeah, one second. So there you go. So this is the hardcover. Also terrible. I don't know. Stupid why, why, show. Why are we um, advertising the? the, the, the no, but, but but hang on. But, but but hang on. Um, so you notice this? The the spine. It's literally wearing off. The ink is really? the ink is literally coming yeah. off of the page. Like if you look, if you compare it to ASM uh, forty nine, uh, eight number eight fifty, the spine is still like you know not frayed, but like not only on a graphical level because like the epic conclusion that the Kindred Saga is just in a yellow box. That's interesting, but like it's also just kind of it doesn't feel like it's falling apart yet. But like on a technical level, this book feels like it's just shoddily put together. Okay. It reflects the book. It reflects the content inside. 
What Kelly? So, can, can I can I bring a printing uh, expert here? They do sure. change uh, print printing people. Oh yeah, uh, Peng Penguin S House. Yeah. So there's an entire possibility that the ink that's being used by the new print printing company, depending on what printer it's being printed on, is probably subpar. And of course, watch me say this and watch it actually be a printer that I I, I am a part of their services. But um, I don't believe that. But yeah, they they switched to Penguin, and I believe you're going to see a difference in quality in no, in the printing I, going. I didn't well. think it was possible for them to get worse than like their current. Maybe they'll because- lower the prices if the quality is worse. <laughs> <laughs> More more than likely, Brad, they'll raise the price for the special feature of the fall apart cover. Well, no. Here's the thing, Brad. They'll raise the price and said they did it for you, the new reader. Hold on, oh, go. Ma okay. Webb says that George has always been perfect. So, yes, yes. Ma Webb. Aww. Okay. Anyways, real, real quick, uh, Vinkman, thank you for the super chat. Oh, I said this last year. Don't tease us with the promise of undoing one more day unless you're actually going to go through with it. Go big or go home. If you had no intention of doing it, then you shouldn't have strung us along. Well, yep. Like this you said, is, Spencer yeah. probably yeah. did. Yeah, no, I, I fully, I fully expect that Spencer was was looking to undo one more day as much as he could and tell a completely different story. And once, once he was leaving for Substack, Marvel said, oh, "Okay, great, thanks for all the fish." Uh, and here's here's what we're actually gonna do. <laughs> give him a here's, here's a, we're, we're gonna we're gonna switch it to Harry, and that way we keep one more day around <laughs> by our variant. Which is why Spencer should have ended it earlier instead of dragging it out like three years. Yeah, maybe so. Like looking back look, looking at looking back, I actually like one of my one of my kind of retroactive flaws with Spencer's run, even before like he obviously took off, was that like you could have probably cut down the pacing of like his bigger arcs by about half and you probably would have gotten the same product. Oh, I'm just scaring everyone away. Okay, yeah, bye guys. Best um, joke ever, Brad. Thanks, KO. Appreciate it. Neil's but, gonna hurl. <laughs> I actually like I actually thought I was gonna like choke. But um, <laughs> the rotting kindred, Brad, you jokester, because you <sighs> demanded it. Uh, all right, back up here. One of the many comments Mary had was, "I want to hear Jr's thoughts." We have not heard Jr's thoughts. Let's hear yeah. it. I'm scared. <sighs> oh, I don't even know. I had a whole page of stuff here. I don't oh, even know. Lord. Oh my god! <laughs> Open up again, Jr. Let me say it. Good it's, it's, lord. It's just- but but I guess I, I, I guess one of the things I want to uh, first of all when as we the reader the the storytellers do not have an obligation to tell the story that we want to read necessarily okay that's true. I mean they don't necessarily as a storyteller have the have the responsibility to give us the type of ending we want yes. uh, or the resolution we want uh, so. You know, the idea, I never thought the marriage was coming back. And to be honest, that wasn't really what I was hoping to see out of all this ultimately anyway. I mean, I would have liked to have seen it, yes, but that wasn't what I was hoping for. But what they do have the obligation to give us is our money's worth. They have us the obligation to tell a story and to tell a a, a satisfying story and a story that 
ultimately whether or not we like the ending. I mean, for example, I'll, I'll use Star Trek II as a Wrath of Khan as an example. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Spock dying, even though I knew, Truth. of course, he, he was going to come back. You know, I mean, I didn't like Spock dying, but they told that in a great way. They told mm-hmm. it, they told a great story. Yes. You know, uh, I'll give another example of like something and this didn't, I wasn't a particularly a fan of, of all of this because I'm, I'm not a cat fan or whatever, but when they brought Bucky back, the one thing you never thought was going to happen, you know, you, there were like three people who were guaranteed to be dead in the Marvel universe, uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy and Bucky. Bucky not, anymore, you know? not anymore. Yeah. But, but, but Bucky came back. And of course, you know, the first thought is, oh, this is a travesty. This is a sin. This is, but apparently, you know, from the store, from what I understand, the story that Ed Brubaker told, was a great one. It was a it logical was. one. It made sense. So whatever preconceptions one might have had, he 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 overcame those with telling a solid story. One more day was never a solid story. It was never a good story. It wasn't even a story to begin with. And and so, but but what people wanted, and, and this is something that like in in talks with my Spencer, I always explained that the fault of one more day is not that. Peter's not married afterwards. I mean, they could have gotten divorced or whatever they should have, yeah. but Joe Casada, I, 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 I was going to blame it on him being Catholic because you know, uh, the, to them, it's like, that's the worst thing divorce, you know, but selling your soul to the devil, that's not nearly as bad, you know? Um, but um, the, the fight, he lost the fight to the devil but, and he had a big loss. We want but, that. But he made a decision, he, big he made a decision yeah. and he did not, re, he didn't face the consequences of it because he doesn't even realize the consequences yeah, of yes. it. That's not, that's not a story. That's not a story. That's not a hero. You know, a yes. hero can make good decisions or bad decisions, but the hero has to face the consequences of his bad decisions. Peter doesn't even know he made these decisions. <laughs> so what kind of hero, what kind of hero is he? So in a way, his heroism was gut. You know, that was that was the sin of one more day was that essentially his heroism was gutted. And Mary yes. Jane's was as well, you know, because she doesn't realize she did this either. You know, yeah. and that's ultimately what I wanted to see was Peter come to, you know, them to come <clears throat> to this conclusion that, you know, they had made this decision and they were going to have to live with the consequences of it. But but here's the thing. We didn't even get this story wasn't even remotely satisfying. First of all, I'll go to George's thing that we've been told, you know, Kindred wanted Peter to confess his sins. What were his sins? Well, I don't I don't know what his sins are, to be honest. Stealing stealing gum as we find out in the next issue. Exactly. <laughs> he, ate the last, he ate the last taquito with the coffee bean. It, yeah. You know, and, and, and then when Harry and then when Harry goes and checks in on his uh well, there's a cute little kid trying to appear in the it's, uh, it's little Peter. Hello, yeah. small child. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> he wants to say good night to you guys. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Good night. Good night, buddy. Good night, Peter. Good night, bud. Bye. dreams. Why would you do that? Well, JR, why would you do that? At least Neil didn't screech like a, like a banshee hag again, like he did before. Get some sleep, buddy. I, I can't ever think of the word Mephisto without thinking of Neil now either. Uh, but oh, keep no. going, Jr. Uh, okay, so, so, and then, like for example, you know, Harry goes in and he checks on Liz. He checks on his, you know, Normie. Where's his other son? It's like I've got two kids. It's like I've got two kids myself. It's like, well, I'm, I'm going to go to my doom. I'll check in and make sure one's okay. Screw the other one, though. Hey, hey, Jr. You know what I kept thinking that whole time while he's in, like the house and i'm like number one how long have you been gone 
Number two, Liz moved uh, moved past you so long ago. No, she's not staying in your old dig. She's been a CEO. She's had way more money. No, they've been they've been living together since the end yeah, of the right. eight hundred. They did. They started yeah. living together. Yeah. So he basically was living with. I don't remember her, that because uh, he had no place to go. I don't remember that. So so he had time to instill goblin a goblin warehouse. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. So and like for so for example, and here's the thing. The we have this ending and we we have no epilogue. We yeah. have we see no impact. It just happens. It just ends, and we get like twenty pages of bullshit. You know, yeah. it's like what there should have been an epilogue. What was the impact of Harry's death on you know Liz and his son and and you know Nor? What where do Peter and Norman go from here now? If Norman's sins have been purged or whatever, and Norman acts like a wheezy whiny bitch the whole you know, it's like. What is the impact? What is the impact on Peter and Norman's relationship now? You know, Here, real uh, quick, just... Jr. Jr. Uh, we have a question. Uh, a Ron Friends uh, <laughs> wants to know uh, what did the panel think oh, of the variant cover? Oh, I love uh, Ron. Don't, rewind, Ron. <laughs> don't judge a book by the cover because the cover is beautiful. Yes, we love that, the cover. Uh, the cover is absolutely stunning. It is. Ron. Yes. It is. It's, it's beautiful. Amazing. Any any Ron any Ron Friends art yes. is is good is yes. good Ron Friends art. This um, least one was really good. Just just because I don't I don't like variants as a whole and and say what? sometimes like derogatory things about variants, Mister Ron Friends. That does not mean I'm talking about you. I love you. I've loved your work since I've, I was in junior same. high in the mid '80s. Yes, Fran- <clears throat> Friends. This is an A. Yeah. yeah, it's a great cover. The book yeah. underneath it, I'm so sorry. Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. Not hey, so here's much. the thing: like the majority of the covers for this for this book were actually really good. The the Vicentini cover, the Gleason cover, the Friends cover. Um, the only one I didn't like that I remember is the Marcella Ferrer cover. And I wouldn't pay ten dollars for that. I wouldn't. I actually, I wouldn't pay ten dollars for any of these. You did. I did. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! You did. So did I. You pay ten bucks for it, you fool! I, I, that's my name. On, that's my name in the street. And that's the, that's the thing about these covers too. They're actually little teases. I mean, what George has been saying. They're you know, all MJ based. Supposed to, you know, correct one more day. The Gleason cover, um, the Ferrelli cover, the you know, all with Peter and MJ on it. You know, yeah. we're supposed. To, this is it. This is it. And then we get. Where's to the, where's the, Where's the fist variant? Where's the fist variant? Coming in dry. This issue. Somebody. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Somebody takes it. it. Down. Jesus. Hey, Peter, what did you think of this? Why is, why is Peter thing? eating MJ? They didn't get breakfast. Okay. He's like, fine. No. He's like, hey, you want to go for one last swing? I didn't eat breakfast. You'll have to do. I mean, why, why is Ramos even doing this? Here, okay. Here, okay, hang on real quick. I've got a theory for this. My theory is, so you notice how they've got, like, and at the beginning of ASM 71, they had Federico Vicentini, and for the rest of the arc, they had him solicited for the rest of the book, or for, okay. the, for the rest of the book. And then in ASM 72, they brought in the Chameleon Conspiracy team of Ferreira, Zay Carlos, and Carlos Gomez, and they're in this book, too. My theory is that, like, like we've kind of, it, it kind of ties in what we've said before, that, like, this was entirely different... Um, and so they brought in all the spare artists they could find and who have been working on the book since Chameleon Conspiracy. And they kind of just like, okay, what's Ramos doing? Strange Academy's on hiatus. All right, buddy, come in. You're going to do you're great. You're going to do these last two pages. Carlos Gomez should have done those last two That's a con. Pages. 
I, I've even lost I'm, where we are I'm, with pros and cons. I don't even think we're doing. I don't care. <laughs> I think we've peppered them all in because every yeah. pro we have, unfortunately, yes. so, has so, a con but, tied to it. So the so thing Pete, is, the, a con for me is how inconsistent the art is in this book. I'm gonna, yes. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Very inconsistent. Like yes. art, artists who I've really enjoyed across this run, they didn't bring their A game. Like I know there's probably like some last minute changes they had to do, but like. Carlos Gomez, I usually enjoy his art, but whether it be because of um, that thing I'm not allowed to speak of or um, just rush editorial, yeah. Carlos Gomez looks god awful. His his art just looks really rushed and incomplete. I, like, I think I think each artist that worked on this had very little time to do it. Yeah, I think that's, I would agree. I think that's probably agree. what caused. It. I think that it was very sudden, and they they did not. That's why there's so many of them. Because they knew they couldn't give to like one or two people. They're like, oh my god, we no, we must have eight people. And, and you know um, what? We're even gonna snag a we're gonna snag a page from 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 Sabusema. Yeah, Do we we uh, uh, reference to this. Uh, our buddy Adam goes. Uh, that's how people kiss these days. I don't think that's no. Peter. Is that that's how you a, kiss? It's, it's, no, um, no. It's fine. You know, that's, my, my that's how I kiss. Lots of, no. lots, of, lots of tongue. No. Oh God, George, no. your mother, your mother's oh, watching. I, I, no. I think George is just like okay. I use my mama's cover for the first half of this I review. For, I, I don't I, care anymore. I, for, I forgot my mom was around. I didn't say that. <laughs> here, here, Too late. Uh, you lost, you lost your chance. In the frozen. What are Brad's thoughts on the issue? Uh, very similar to everyone on the panel. I uh, feel very. Uh, Lucy and the football with Charlie Brown. I feel like uh, I was going down a road and then we took a left turn at Albuquerque and we ended up someplace we didn't want to go. Uh, I could care less about Harry. What is it? Harry 52's clone or whatever it is, or Harry three. Uh, okay. I was, when they said Peter Parker's soul and they ignored it, that's a trick. That is not a successful story. That is not a story that I want to hear. That's not one that, that piqued my interest it, because that tease led nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Um, but when after I read the book, I read it the day it came out. I went down and bought it the day it came out. And after it was over, I think Marvel wanted us to feel like, you know what? We're better off now. We're better Here, off with these about. two uh, kissing at the end. They're together again, but they're not. They're well, not. I mean, they are, but but they're not. Yeah, um, but they're not. The and also that book was 10 bucks. And it was mostly a fight. And all the, I remember, what was it, last year we had Mark on. He had a spreadsheet of why would the Kingpin <laughs> bow to Kindred? Why? They're freaking Stacy clones. Why would the Kingpin bow? Well, I, I don't think he knew who they were. That's the thing. No, I know. Neither did the writer. I, <laughs> well, Spencer, I think well, no, here's the thing. Spencer did, the, though. This is Crystal yeah. Cage we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I I Spencer knew. So, I, all I remember is all those little points, all those little clues led to these being the, the uh, Stacy twins. That well, doesn't add up to me mentally. Well, too, Go ahead, Kelly. It's not supposed to. <laughs> so the twins are basically Mephisto's like henchmen, essentially. So like they work for him. I assume that the Kingpin would understand that that's kind of the situation. Maybe he didn't know who they really were under it, but he knew that yeah. Kindred is the right-hand man or woman of Mephisto. So that's kind of where that came from. Apparently, this is kind of what they've been doing while we haven't seen them. Yeah. Adam says, why would the kindreds care that Peter revealed his identity to Black Cat? Bingo. Um, because, because uh, anyways, move on to the next one. Let's go. Um, what? 
I don't. That's, know that's, that, was. that was that was how Marvel cared. Like now that Peter's revealed the Black Cat, they don't care anymore. Just don't don't worry about that. Let's, let's yeah. not worry about also that. Also says the tease of the engagement ring led nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like it, it was even in Sinister War number one. Like even after we've kind of theorized, Spencer it was in three gone. issues. Three. <laughs> um, <laughs> Put I that do. posted on your your screen. Um, Mama, Kelly, I think Kelly's been one to talk for like a oh, while now. Ahead, Kelly, I'm sorry. Have you been one to say something? No, I think it's just I. Think there's a delay, so then it winds up like I'm talking over everybody. Um, which- no, it looks like it looks more like everybody's talking over you. So, like oh. I just did. I'm sorry. That's why I'm, I wanted to point out. You know, are you? No, I don't, want I, you, I don't want you to feel left out. I think that I've talked everything that I need yeah. to really say. I think we all are kind of on the same page. There's just yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of inconsistencies with this particular yes. issue, where basically everything that we were led up to did not get resolved, and I don't. Yeah. To me, it just—it's a little too inconsistent uh, for Nick Spencer and his writing, and the yes. history of his writing, for me to believe that this was his plan. Something different there, and that's—that's that's why I said I think it's editorial. And like we do, we do get what was promised, which is MJ and Peter can be back together again, and they're basically practically yeah. living together. And I'm sure we'll see them, like, you know be a team again with each other during this these beyond issues and everything however you know it's this wasn't what we were necessarily we, promised we were promised peter the question of what's wrong with peter parker's soul from mephisto to yeah. dr strange and we never got that delivered exactly yep. so, um so there is there, oh, oh, go ahead sorry. neil there is kind of one small pro, and it's uh, there. It's one that I kind of have to stretch the truth to get a bit of a takeaway from it. Is that, in by accident, because like they've got Doctor Strange saying like their love is unbreakable, and like you know now they're together again. Marvel's kind of accidentally stacked the deck against the next writer who uh, wants to try and break them up. And we know it'll happen sometime, <laughs> it, it, given given that they've been willing to yank our chain enough to buy all yeah. this, but it'll be a lot easier for us to kind of telegraph it and then call the writers out on it. If they try to do it again, one pro that hasn't been mentioned yet that I did actually like was I thought we were going to have a lifting of the heavy uh, stuff, the Spider-Man panel where he lifts stuff, but Mary Jane reached in and helped him. I did like that. I did. like Peter and Mary Jane, that characteristic is still there and that is satisfying, but it's not to the satisfying portion that we wanted. Yes. We wanted more. We wanted they Marvel knows what we wanted. But Speaking we just didn't of get. what the fans want, Jeffrey says he wants to know more about JR's thesis. Uh, what haven't you said, JR? What what's still on the page? Well, again, I I was talking about uh um you know the the fact that we didn't get a satisfying story. Um uh, yeah. and uh, you know for one another thing is again, you know, you talk about say what you will about slot, at least issue number 800 was one story. You know, I mean, instead of the 16 pages that we got these ridiculous, uh, you know, other stories or whatever's on could have been used to flesh out the main story. And it wasn't. Okay, so that's a waste, you know, an utter waste there. You know, who who, and and two, it's like now it seems like Spider-Man's greatest villain, the villain who's had the most impact on his life is Mephisto. Not so much Norman Osborn, not so much Doc Ock, but Mephisto. You know, so so now Mephisto is you know rather than use 
you know, Mephisto to not just necessarily do undo one more day, but just take Mephisto out of the Spider-Man equation, you know, by having Peter realize the deal he had made and the choices he had made and essentially by taking control of his life again, because as long as this, there's this black hole in his memory that he doesn't remember doing, you know, Mephisto still has a grip on his life. You know, this story should have resolved that and got it in Mephisto completely out of the Spider-Man business. Okay. That was what should have happened. But no, Mephisto is now even more heavily in the Spider-Man business because guess what? Now Norman Osborn has made a deal with him. And before that, Doc Ock made a deal with him. Okay. So Mephisto now is one of the greatest films in the of a universe in which he doesn't belong. These supernatural elements do not belong in the Spider-Man universe, you know? And then who were the Stacy twins? Whose genetics were they? They were clones of who? Who? Whose genetics made them up? We I, think they mentioned, I think they mentioned it was Peter's. Like they, they do they? I thought I saw that in ASM 73. Who knows? I, I, you know, it's, and, it's a very confusing story. Yeah. Nah. It doesn't really matter. And, oh, yeah, it does. But you know, you know what, what was the chameleon's role and Teresa's role? Why did we have so much time spent on the chameleon and Teresa and the yes. finisher, the f- or whatever? Yes. You know, where did that go? You know, uh, it, like I said, it, it it was never really the whole idea of and again not just bringing the marriage back, for example, but cleaning up things that didn't belong. Like I'll say this: the Stacy twins, for example. Like I said in the last podcast, I personally, I it, it's like I found I, I thought the Stacy twins could be used. But obviously, Marvel didn't want to go there. No one. It was uh, yeah. it was something that was hanging over the Marvel universe. People didn't like it, so fine, get rid of it. All right. So they removed the Stacy twins, but they also should have removed the whole one more day thing. You know, yes. gotten it out of the, the the the, and they didn't do it. And like I said, now Mephisto's got an even bigger role in Peter Parker's life than he had before. So we've gone backwards. We really haven't gone forwards. We've gone backwards. I agree. Um, I agree. And uh, you know, this whole seventy-five issues, then this whole three years, has accomplished nothing. We have gone. We have gotten nowhere. Well, we've gone nowhere. Norman didn't sleep with Gwen. Come on. Well, the the last three years, the only thing that it gave us outside of undoing since past was Mary Jane and Peter being together again. Yeah, that's but, true. And those are big fixes. I mean, are. Spencer will be remembered for being a fixer. There's there's much Spencer did correct and proper yeah, and, yes. and deserves credit for. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, yeah. I, I was about to say, I wish he had done it a lot sooner than I wish he had done it over a lot fewer issues. Well, I, I, uh, I, I yeah. think it's again, I think that's editorials problem. You know, I don't care. I, I mean, you know, it's like I don't care. We got the stories we got. It's like it's like anything else. You go to a restaurant and you get a bad meal. You know, well, the cook had a bad day. I don't effing care. I got a bad meal, you know, and that's what I'm going to grade. <laughs> you know, I don't care if Truth. Spencer was interfered with. We got an unsatisfactory bullshit story. You know, we didn't get our money's worth. We've been effed, you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, sorry, George's mom, but, uh, you <laughs> know, so, we've, been, we've been Mephistoed. You know? <laughs> yes. He said the thing. <laughs> It's now a thing, Neil. You know, it's I'm, now a thing. I'm so good. I, I've I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I'm so glad the two things I made for this side have stuck. Uh, Abrams Man and Mephistos. Hey, man. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it, it wasn't because we didn't get for the, the super chat. we wanted, but we got a garbage story. We yes. have Marvel feels it has no, it, it's not giving us the ending we want. You know, stories, fiction, yeah. it, you aren't always supposed to get the endings you want, you know? Yeah. But you're supposed to get what you pay for. Marvel consistently will not give us what they pay for, and yeah. they don't care 
you know, and I, we're all part of the problem because we keep buying into it. I'm some sorry. obviously like the guy in the upper left-hand corner, some more so than others. Uh, but, <laughs> oh. uh, Real quick, Vinkman, thank you for the super chat. He says, I'll be honest, even though I quit last year, I was considering picking up ASM again, at least digitally, maybe even comic getting comicsology after this issue. I'm fine waiting for it to show up on Marvel Unlimited three months late. Oh, man. So that's a yeah. ahead, Kelly. I'm fine never reading it at all from here on out. Man. Yeah. Kelly, what were you saying? No, I was just making a face at Neil's laugh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's me every Monday night, Kelly. <laughs> um, Adam says JR is right. You got good role. Kelly found Nemo. Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, I specifically bought this for the zombie Spider Girl cover when I recreated it, and oh, yeah. now it just stays on my bed, and I'm, I'm just playing with it now. <laughs> uh, Adam has a good question. Spencer's run is a B overall, and that's being generous. Let's go around the panel. Let's give Spencer's run a grade. Uh, Kelly. Spencer's run. A minus overall. Neil? Yeah, I'm in the same ballpark. A minus. Peter? I'll give it an A. George? I give it an A minus as well. Uh, JR? Here we C. go. <laughs> it's a, look at George, George saw it coming like a mile. He's like, I'm going to hit that theme. <laughs> I hear the train coming. It's coming around the bend. JR, JR's I, I like, it's JR, give him the book a C. I'm going around the bend. I'll give it a B. This one really took the cover was good. Minus for me. I'll give it a B. Uh, but I don't think Spencer had much to do with this. Yeah, I don't think Spencer's. I can on this much. I can see much. I like JR's analogy about the bad meal. We paid for a meal. And it was a bad meal, in my I opinion. Can, I consider the end of Spencer's run to be King's Ransom giant size. That's the, that's the last run that I. Th uh, that's the last couple of issues that I think Spencer's influence was like completely there. Yeah. I wish Marvel would give us a fun size of yeah. something. Anything. Hang on, real quick. Is the, can we consider this like the facade of the 2010s? Mm -hmm. Like consider considering like, well, I, no, we got an answer to Kindred. We didn't get really an answer to facade. So, uh, let's see. Preach, Jr. Preach. Mary is your biggest fan, there, Jr. I don't blame George. Uh, <laughs> I give it a C. Uh, all right, look, uh, real quick, I've Kelly. Complained about. I mean, you know, I've, I've, I recognize that Spencer's run is a lot better than what we had before, what we had yes. for years before. But I've always had problems with it, and I've always been pretty clear about the problems have. I've had with it. Is that it is it's it's went on too long. The stories were padded. We got a lot of stories that didn't. I'm sorry, folks. An issue devoted to Gog is not what I paid for. No, nope, you know? I paid for it. I didn't pay for God. it. You know, I didn't want the who's and the lures and all those other issues. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, we, we've, we've, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, with Nick Spencer, we got a hundred issues and we, maybe we got 40 issues with the story, you know, and uh, you know, some of that's got to be on him. I mean, I, it, it would be nice to paint Marvel as the sole devil because they make such a good one, you know, but uh, I, I, I think he, ha I think the writer has to bear some of this as well. We uh, we've got at least three more stories in the back of this. What's I, I don't even, do we need to grade them? Kelly, you can talk about them real briefly uh, if you want. Yeah. Uh, so the real brief part is really, so the second story after the Nick Lowe letter that I refused to even read. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's called In Memory uh, by Christos Gage, art by Todd Nuck. So the artist. The art's also. better than what we just read. Yeah. Um, Todd Nuck's great. I yeah, agree. Th this is, it, it's a, a well, I'm not going to say it's a cute story yeah. because there, it, it kind of hits some tough things, but basically 
Peter's feeling down about everything that just happened, went to go talk to his uncle Ben at at his uh, grave. A man named Scully came by to also pay his respects. And they start talking, and Peter basically remembers who Scully is, which he wasn't a nice man in the neighborhood at the time, but Ben always tried to help him out. Um, and eventually kind of had to stop doing that because the guy is an alcoholic and was abusive. Um, so, but basically the story is because of everything P, uh, Ben did to help him, um, he eventually got his act together and got his life together. And so he wanted to leave his first year sobriety chip on Ben's grave as a thank you. Yeah. And it's basically just kind of saying that you know, even though Peter feels lost all the time, him helping everybody um, is really for the greater good, like yeah. his Uncle Ben did in, in the neighborhood. So I really enjoyed yeah. it just because, like, at least Christos understands um, how Ben needs to be portrayed yeah. uh, and that legacy. So that was really great. Also, amazing art by Todd Nuck. Yeah. Third story is one page, just basically Spider-Man. Yeah going through his whole history uh, on one page that he can. It, it's kind of cute, but yeah. there's nothing really to say about it. The, the art's cute. Story, yeah. yeah, the art's cute. So the fourth story is just called Janine, mm -hmm. which uh, I obviously, I know we don't have super clone fans here, uh, but basically Elizabeth Fine, a.k.a. Janine, yeah. um, who was Ben Riley's love interest, but, you know, he's kind of forgotten her. Uh, for a long time. Yeah, from the lo the lost years. Yeah, from yeah. the lost years. But he's J.M.D. Kind of Mateus, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's kind of forgotten her for a while. Uh, yep. But apparently, things are kind of getting back on track. Because I literally wrote, yay, messy clone stuff. Um, but, Truth. Yeah, but she's been in jail all this time for murdering her abusive POS uh, father, I believe. Um, there's also a few things like, cause I know she escaped and stuff like that. So Janine has a visitor and she thinks it's someone doing a podcast, but in reality, it's the beyond corporation. They tell her that they want her to move, to move her to a facility and have her work for them and basically live the life of Riley. Yeah. Total, total reference to yeah. the, the Glenn yeah. Greenberg stories. Well, yes. She, she's not uh, stupid and realizes what this means and immediately goes yeah. with them, even though she was hesitant before. They uh, let her leave on her own accord, and she's kind of basically just freaking out because she never thought she was going to get out. Right. And she doesn't believe any of this is happening. The Beyond people tell her that she's got to wait for an escort to walk her out, and here comes Ben Riley. They there have a go. very emotional embrace as Janine's knees buckle from seeing him again. And then they fly off with the Beyond Corporation basically saying that she's worth being free because it buys Ben's loyalty. Yeah. And Kay. that's it. All right. Um, I, I, thoughts on any of those stories? Anybody? Bullshit, bullshit. bullshit. I, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, bother right. at all. I, I, I scrolled through and I was like, uh, yeah, you know, the, I like the Todd Knockhart. And then, uh, oh, look, we got some shitty clone thing. I'm done. Well, yeah. so I do think I do think the Janine story sets us up for the Beyond Corporation. It's very clear that they are yes. doing everything they can to keep Ben happy and not looking too hard at them. If they yes. can get him distracted with Janine and give them this like crazy big life, which we'll go into uh, in the next issue, I 
basically the Beyond Corporation doesn't seem very uh, very good here. Truth, yeah, yeah. Never here, real quick, uh, last word on this no. issue. Uh, Vinkman has a question for us. What, Neil? I was trying to say I actually kind of like the Janine story. Yeah, no, I, think I, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't it mind it. It wasn't anything. It's an eight-page ad for what the the crap that's coming. I, I wanted my epilogue with yeah. Uh, to, no, I I, I know, yes. but for but for what we got, I actually thought it wasn't that bad. <sighs> Real quick, last word on this issue is a question from Venkman with the super chat. Thank you, Venkman. I think you might have already answered it, but does ASM eight seventy five completely undo all the goodwill Spencer generated during his three year run? It took no. personal personally hundred percent. Yeah, it took a lot away from me. I we talked about this last month, and uh, I said he could still not hit the landing. And I don't think he even jumped. I don't think he wrote a yeah. lot of this. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't on the plane. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I don't. Okay. So I don't think it takes away. From, hang on. Can you guys hear me? Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure. Were you, were you attacked? It looks no, like a crime scene. I, yeah, just no, okay. So, so what I try to do is I try to take off the wheels on my chair so that you guys can hear it like creaking and stuff. I was God trying to damn. do this for you, but it did, but I couldn't I get the bottom it. screws off. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, in terms of my goodwill towards Marvel, it undoes it completely. Yeah. Um, but in terms of my uh, goodwill towards Spencer, no. Yeah, I, no. Think Spen- uh, I think the Spencer. I think the Spencer. I think, and and I say this because uh, looking at like Secret Empire, where like you can tell uh, Spencer wanted to go one way, and then like editorial like when no guys, go, guys, we gotta go back to Steve Cap. Go 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 back, go that way. Um, yeah. You can tell that this is kind of a frequent occurrence for Spencer. So I, I, not, I don't feel bad for Secret Empire because that was bad. But I feel kind of bad for Spencer's idea to begin well, with. Well, yeah, hang on. <clears throat> but I, I feel bad for Spencer in general because it seems like this just seems to be a recurring problem for him. And I think he's going to be a lot happier over at Substack being a college football recruiter. As a mm-hmm. as a writer, you might that must be so frustrating. As you have a story, you have a beginning, a middle, and end that you want to tell, and you can't tell your ending. And we're assuming, you know, we're all assuming that editorial did step in. We don't know any facts of that. Just by by reading three years worth of books, it doesn't seem like his voice is what I'm going off of. Yeah, you know. But anyway, um, should we move on? Should we move on to one more issue? These shows are going long, by the way. The news show is going to be very late because um, it's supposed to start in two minutes, and we haven't even tackled the next book. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to. I people have been wanting to know what we thought of this one. And this Why'd was you go get de- mine. Hang on. This was a good debate. Um, so I guess how we can tease this is this is George's last ASM book he's reading for yeah. um, the uh, next forever, possibly. And I, I wanted to give it to George because I wanted to see if he liked the setup of this enough to continue to read it. That's why you, you gave it to me because it was a clone thing and you wanted me yes. to bring the funny. <laughs> you know <laughs> me right. well. You, yeah. you don't. I, I, I wanted to, here's because, here's what ahead. I thought. I said, you know what? I'm going to who should I assign this book to? The person that I suspect will like it the least, but also will bring the funny, but will also be surprising if he does like it and if this entices him oh, okay, to keep Brad, reading you, the book. That's why I totally gave it to you, George. Okay, yeah, Brad, so Brad, Brad, you aimed for the deer and shot at the sky with that thought. <laughs> so, so let me let me explain what yeah. happened with this. Okay, okay so after uh, seventy four, after the last issue we just talked about for an hour and a half. I know, right, dude? <laughs> um. I was like, I have, I have bought my last Spider-Man comic book. 
oh. with this issue. I am done. I have. I am not. I'm ending this abusive relationship with Marvel Editorial, and I am taking my money and walking. I the, and I was only buying the, the Amazing Spider-Man. That's it. I wasn't buying anything else. And I was like, even yeah. that's too much. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm ending the cycle of violence with Marvel Comics. Okay. So then on Facebook, <laughs> we get we get the podcast assignments. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, Douglas. and sure enough, eight seventy five, George. <laughs> or not eight seventy five, number seventy five. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Wait. Clone crap, George. <laughs> That's why I picked it. I wanted to get your opinion, man. So not only about your opinion, anybody else. So not only did I have to be like. Christ, I have to spend more money now after I just said <laughs> I am done. So Marvel was I, I, abusive paid to for you. My last. Now I'm abusive to you. Can, can I ask, yes. a, can I ask yes. a question of you? Can I ask a question of you, George? When yeah. you got that, when you got that assignment, did you go, "Oh my God, first Brad wastes my time. Now he's wasting my money." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like George broke up and then Brad asked him, "So what happened?" Baby, come back. <laughs> Like uh, uh, I, f- I felt like you know. Remember the old SNL skits with Obama and uh, Hu Jintao, and you had Nassim uh, Perda. Uh, I think her name was Perad. You know, like being the translator about how you know China owes uh, or the U.S. owes China so much money, and then so she's translating for Hu Jintao and is like, "Do I look like Mrs. Obama?" And and then you know that's what Hu Jintao says, and then Obama says, uh, "What do you mean? Do I look like Mrs. Obama?" Oh, well, no. Then why do you keep trying to do sex on me like I was Mrs. Obama? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is Brad doing doing the Mephisting now? Everybody's, everybody, everybody, everybody. Um, All right, let's go. Let's go. Boy, yeah. Okay, so a story (laughs) so important. We brought back the guy who uh, gave you the, who gave you shed, the most rapey, philicidal story in Spider-Man history. (laughs) And one of Nick Lowe's favorites as he. Yes, yes. He mentions this in the back. In in this uh, horribly offensive two-page diatribe, which George will probably yeah, he, he writes that uh, that shed is one of his all time favorite stories. And I'm like, why are you like this? Yeah, true. Why? You know, uh, I mean, I guess as as far as rape stories where you're, you know, you eat your own kid, I guess it was all right. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't read a lot of that crap. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Peter has a nightmare and starts off with the. Uh, Aunt May dragging him back, you know, to pay for so she could pay for candy he stole. And Aunt Ben, Uncle Ben turns into spiders down in the basement or whatever. Peter wakes up uh, very panicked um, while Randy's trying to get in the door. So Peter decides to walk outside of his building up the wall outside costume because whatever, you know, no danger anymore, I guess. I don't know. Um, so he's about to, so he goes up to this building where I guess like he goes to think a lot uh, and almost gets run over by Spider-Man. And uh, and he's like, who who is that? Uh, who the who the you know curse word is that? We're, 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 we're bringing back the uh, you know we're bringing like the brand new verse habit of Spider Man just swears a lot. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yay, great, glad that's back. Uh, I guess Spider Man is going to start running out of uh, web web fluid every issue now too. Um, so he yells at this unknown Spider-Man, goes after him. Unknown Spider-Man uh, overcomes him with a new gadget uh, that paralyzes him and tells him to think about his life. 
Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> then we go to ESU and Peter's meeting some of his fellow students and they're like, well, you missed, you've been missing uh, classes and tests and stuff. You, you better talk to Dr. Connors and Peter's thinking Dr. Connors just tried to kill me for several issues. Yeah. You know, uh, but anyway, Ben shows up. Peter, of course, the, the contrast between them, Peter, uh, you know, dressed like he slept in his clothes and Ben coming out with like this nice suit looking like, uh, like uh looking like, uh, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, ben twenty seven. No, not Ben twenty seven. He looks he, better he, than that. He he actually looks a lot like uh, Ned in Spencer's ASM run. Yeah, uh, I think does. about it. I can see that. Just with a beard or stubble. I don't know. Stubble beard. No, he uh, he looks like Cody Rhodes from like AEW. You know, like Cody Rhodes. Uh, it looks actually looks amazing in a suit. All right, like like the dude knows how to wear a suit. So that's how he comes across here. He comes across like Cody Rhodes without the tattoo. Anyway. Um, so, uh, he's like, Hey, yeah, I've been a long time. And Peter, Peter, uh, there's, there's so many times like I'm reading this thing and I'm like, why aren't you saying things like, Oh yeah. Like that time you got all murdery. Yeah. <laughs> and in Marvel time, that was like a month ago. Yeah. It's like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. Buckaroo. So, uh, so he and Peter sit down and he's like, oh, by the way, uh, uh, this Beyond Company, this Beyond Corporation that I work for now, yeah, they bought uh, all your stuff. They bought all the Parker Industries stuff, including the, uh, the patent, uh, the trademark on Spider-Man. So, yeah, we own Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and Peter lets him start, you know, keep talking and not spitting out teeth, as someone uh, mentioned in our Discord not too long ago. Uh, Spider-Man yells at a guy that looks like he's about to steal money off, like tip money off a table. Like Spider, you could tell Spider-Man's on edge, and and so um, yeah, I mean, Ben just comes across as a prick here. Yes, you know, it's like uh, yeah, actually, I don't have to ask your uh, your permission on it. We own it, so I'm just hey, I'm the new Spider-Man. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And Peter's like, all right, well, I guess I'll take this one of the shorts. And uh, he's like, uh, Ben's back. He's having fun, whatever. We see Ben come back and talk to uh, Replacement Redhead. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> replacement <laughs> Redhead. Yeah, replacement Redhead. Here, let me um, let me get a picture of her. I mean, there she, she is. She has, Janine has had three names, so it it's she natural did? to not remember. Yeah, Here's the fourth. Her, yeah. Well, I also don't remember because I don't give a damn. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that there's that too. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, crying. Oh, life is so great. These people came and made food for us, and then they cleaned and left, and everything's great. Hey, look, we have sushi, and isn't this a wonderful life? Isn't this the life of Riley? Mm -hmm. uh, right uh, so the guy from um, this guy Marcus comes in from the Beyond Corporation, says, "Yeah, I need to talk <laughs> to uh, you. Talk to the big guy here." Yeah, give us a give us a moment here. Uh, meanwhile, we cut to uh, MJ and Peter, and they're talking about how he's not really dealing with Harry's death yet, and Mary Jane's, you know, trying to be supportive, but and in typical Parker fashion, you know, emo bitch, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing off and not talk to you. Sorry. Uh, meanwhile, we go back to ESU where the UFO show up uh, again, swearing left and right because that's that's really he that's what we do now. No, no, uh, not Peter or, or Ben. No. This is the uh, the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, um, and it's just, I don't know. Every time I see this, it just looks so out of place with the, the characters and, you know, replacing the curse words. I'm just like, this is, it's so, it's so ass. At, at, least, at, least, at least the, at least it feels more again with the UFOs. It does. So. I mean, at least it's the bad guys. Anyway, they jump out, mm -hmm. uh, talk like, uh, they basically talk like the wrecking crew. I mean, like they mm -hmm. they just talk like stupid idiot criminals. Um, Ben and, or I'm sorry, 
the real Spider-Man and fake former current Spider-Man, I guess, uh, show up to fight the UFOs. Uh, actually, the art here was not bad. I, I kind of like. No, the, kinda like the, I agree. Like the, I'll, the talk, big, I'll talk about it later. I kind of like the the big dude fighting. I, I always like like big bruiser types. You know, like, you like the UFOs? I, they're one of my favorite Hulk villains. Yeah, I like. I've liked the UFOs historically. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, Maybe oh, it could yeah. have been maybe it could have been better with Spider-Man villains. I don't know, but then again, we just dealt with Spider-Man villains nonstop, repeatedly for how long? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, they uh, they overcome these guys, uh, uh, but Spider-Man is uh, Spider-Man's not shielded the way that uh, Ben Riley is in his Beyond suit and his celebrity high-tech suit or whatever. And Peter gets a lethal dose uh, of some kind of. Toxin or radiation? I wasn't sure what. wasn't paying much attention in this story. Anyway, um, so uh, so yeah, Peters apparently got some kind of toxicity or radiation poisoning. Um, tells Ben, you know, the problem with him is inside, uh, and then he fades the black while uh, while Ben is like saying, "Hold on, hold on, buddy." Uh, the end. Thank Christ. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, let me guess. You're great. Oh, it's an F. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah it's uh, number. We, we bring back one of the r- worst Spider-Man writers in history, uh, to who wrote Shed, and I'm sorry, Shed is unforgivable. There is, mm. it is one of the most unforgivable stories ever told in Spider-Man. All right, um, we have an F. Jr., you go that low? <laughs> not, not quite, but pretty close. Uh, I give this one a D minus as well. I have D no minus. interest in this shit. Okay, Neil. Um, I'm actually going to be a little kinder. I'd give it a C plus. Okay, Peter. I'm being generous. C minus. Kelly. I gave it a uh, B minus. I'm with Kelly. I liked it better than a lot of you. Uh, the art was good. Um, I didn't mind it. I liked this story better than the previous one. I, I'd actually be willing to. I, oh, sorry, Kelly. No, I'm just saying same. I, uh, I do. I do want to bump. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, Neil. I did you buy more than one cover of this one too, Brad? <laughs> I did not. One copy. One copy. Neil, I, what were you saying? I'm willing to. I, I, this issue's actually been slowly growing on me. I didn't oh. like it at first. Like like George said, it kind of. Okay. The dogs don't want me to give my opinion. Um, just, just just keep talking. It's fine. Okay. Um. So this book actually, I didn't like it at first. It felt like George said it felt a little too brand new day for me. But it's kind of slowly growing on me the more I kind of think about it. Uh, and that's George, where Marvel pros. There were no pros, probably. Okay. Yeah. You said art. You did say art, George. No, the art was uh, the art was uh, was was good. I liked I liked the art, and uh, it looked nice. That was about it. Can you give a book? Well, I mean, it's your opinion, but if the art is good, but the writing sucks. Oh, absolutely. Would that not be a C? No, the story is the most important for me. It could have gorgeous art, and if the story is shit, then I'll give it an F. I don't care. Art is secondary for me. The story is what matters. Mm -hmm. I got you. Pros, let's go to Kelly. Kelly and I gave it the highest grades. Kelly, what did you like about it? So, basically, I found it funny that this is all because of Otto. Because Beyond Corporation wouldn't have been able to buy the trademark had Otto not trademarked it. Yeah. Uh, so this is technically Otto's fault. This is all because of Superior Spider-Man. So if you hate this, just like we all hate Superior Spider-Man, this is the ramifications. Um, but I, yeah. I also like that Ben, even with all the money and power, is still Ben. And the fact that he really cannot see the bigger picture ever. 
Because, like, yeah. he doesn't seem like nothing's raising any alarms for him with the Beyond Corporation just basically handing him this life on a silver platter, which is why he agreed to it. Because I'm sure we'll find out later he only agreed to this because they were willing to get Janine out, which, mm -hmm. again, as I stated earlier, is funny how he's literally forgotten about her for so many years with bad writers. Yeah. I'm glad he's remembering her now, but it feels a little too, you know, like it's very clear that, like, this is bad news, and I think Peter would have picked up on this. Mary Jane would have picked up on this. Yeah. But Ben and Janine are going to get that, like, lifestyle that, you know, we kind of, not necessarily that we want for Peter and MJ, but they're going to get to have this, and we're going to kind of see why this is bad. And I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. Um, it's just I can kind of see what they're trying to do, because we're going to have this juxtaposition of a couple struggling, but making it out versus these people are going to have everything and they're probably not going to make, you know, they, they're going to get kind of their butts handed to them at some point because of Do, it. Refresh me. Was Ben Riley a jerk in the clone saga? A little I bit. don't, I, yeah. not, not like overt, not, not overtly, but he was kind of a little prickly. Yeah. What's an example of him being a jerk in the clone, the original clone saga. He was a jerk most recently by being the Jackal. Well, that's that's less of a hey, jerk, more super villain. Yeah, but say he was way more. He was way more than a jerk in that. Right? Well, I know he's. He yeah. was, was very murdery. But I don't yeah. remember. I, that's one of the things I liked a little bit of this issue is about how I do like the contrast between Peter and Ben, and Pete and Ben is very much a jerk in this. Like I don't care about your opinions. I'm gonna. We're trademarking this thing. I don't care if you're the OG Spider Man. Well, that that like I, I kind of like him being the jerk a little bit. Yeah. Well, like I said, he'll have a good reason. This is the thing about Ben has yeah. been once he decides on something, that's it. Like it's, yeah. I can think it used to be certain writers will play it off as just like a naivety versus yeah. I don't think it's necessarily naivety as much as it. It's a lot like Peter when he was younger, where like everything is set in stone. Yeah. I'm going to do this. And it's, you know, Peter's had the actual life experiences yeah. that Ben really hasn't to open up his mind and learn a little bit yeah. and get a little bit more wisdom versus Ben doesn't have that wisdom. He never really has, even with the memories he has shared with Peter, he didn't actually experience them. And it's, that's kind of, that's the way I was taking these things is that Ben is trying to protect his family and protect him. And he's, he's not really thinking about the bigger picture as to yeah. why Adam has a great point to my question. What, when was Ben uh, a jerk? Ben 27 dug up uncle Ben's corpse oh, and but, but again, conspiracy. But again, we're kind of, we're, we're kind of, we kind of need to ignore like Ben 27 yeah. because we're essentially going back, back to default settings yeah. with this one. Hornacek yeah. says in the 90 clone saga, Peter, uh, ben took Peter's place in prison. He seemed to go out of his way to help Peter, even when Peter went crazy and worked for the Jackal. There's a, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Ben wasn't really that bad of a character. I mean, he wasn't that bad was, of a character in the original Clone Saga. He helped out Peter and yeah. tried to make things they right, like, given yeah. the certain, certain circumstances he was under. So, they were so, like brothers, yeah. So can I... Uh, can, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason we should like this Ben after what we've seen coming yes, for the last few years. True. There's no reason we should like this Ben or care about this Ben. This isn't a Ben that we care about. So why in the world, you know, are we are we are, are we making it about this character for the next six months? When we have a Spider-Man movie coming out in December, 
So we're going to tell uh, stories about a different Spider-Man in Amazing that, Spider-Man. Neil, go ahead. You had one point. Let's get the cons pretty quick, too. So one thing I think like a massive pro for me is Pat Gleason's art. You can tell he had a lot of time to do this issue. Um, like his his vistas, like he really captures the idea of like flying as of web swinging as Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. The k- kinetic action he does, a, and I think it also comes down to the colorist, um, which was it wasn't Sanchez, it was Marcio Menez. But he does a great job of like giving everything enough contrast to pop on something. The, the UFOs yeah, look, look phenomenal. That. So that's the beautiful. U- the That's UFOs, the, the UFOs look dynamic. They each have like, their own kind of movements. They're very yeah. fluid. Um, I, I think that Pat Gleason. I don't think he carries the issue, but he does a lot of job. Like he helps carry the pacing. I think it helps because he's also a writer on the Beyond board. But he's but he's a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of pacing and how techni- and how the issue flows from one scene to another. It does a very good job of kind of showing the the movement of the comic. Yeah, the art is outstanding, just outstanding in the book. I, I just wish, like George says, I wish... Uh, it wasn't well, wasting on a crappy clone story. Exactly. Venkman says, uh, thank you for the super chat. Uh, he was a bit of a jerk during the Lost Years, like when the first time he met Seward Trainer. I don't remember that. Refre- Do you guys remember that when he met Seward Trainer? I, I don't know. But uh, uh, Cons, you want to do cons real quick? Kelly? Oh, no, it was George's book. Sorry, yeah. George. Cons. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole goddamn issue, Brad. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's just – what, what's the number one way, like, Marvel could, like, could like you know, put the gloves on and go in one more time on me uh, is, um, yeah, following all – following 74 up with clones. Yeah, brain trust. You know, and, and yeah, brain trust, uh, bringing back Zeb Wells. Uh, I mean, this was just a, this was like a blender full of uh, yeah. just bullshit that I'm just, I'm so over. Why you're I'm, out. Just, yeah. I'm so, I'm free, Brad. I'm free. <laughs> I'm, f- I'm a free man. Like a bird, man. <laughs> Turn me into a bird so I can fly. Fly, fly, um, fly, fly away. Con out of me uh, is Spider-Man just fought basically every villain he's ever fought. And he's taken out by the UFOs. Yeah, I, I I will say I actually don't mind the way he was taken out because he basically gets nuked in an atom bomb explosion and like you know he's he's a re- he's resistant to radiation but he's not completely yeah. immune. I kind of like how they use something a bit more creative than just oh Peter gets hurt by punches. They I actually kind of excuse they, they kind of used like an actual weakness he has. Um, one thing I didn't like is that like, you know, I actually kind of like the buildup to doing the Beyond Corporation because that first page, that third page, the spread with Uncle Ben, like his, his, he has a giant hole in his head. That's yeah. actually, that's actually a pretty big Beyond Corporation calling card. If you've read Next Wave and Ewing's, uh, Mighty Avengers. I haven't. Um, but, um, I don't know if they're trying to imply that like the Beyond Corporation, Beyond Corporation has like a, it's sort of like how Kindred was like, oh, he's been here all along. He's been pulling all the strings. Yeah. I don't like that the Beyond Corporation, one, that they're like doing this specifically to Spider-Man because their whole thing is like multiversal shenanigans, but also that it's implying that like the Beyond Corporation's been behind the scenes of his life all along. Um, any other cons before we wrap it up? Yeah, two pages of Nick Lowe's self-serving bullshit. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, that, first that of all, was... by saying you know that Shed was one of his favorite Spider-Man stories of all time, and also, so we built the best writing team comics has ever seen. He writes that he spends two. Well, but he, well, he says that. Huh? Jr. Stanley did the same stuff, man. I don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> 
that was Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yeah. Stan Lee is one of the most important figures in American popular culture history. He earned the right to make to for, to a little hyperbole. The editor right? can't Nick go out and say this is going to suck and we know it, but let's keep paying for it. Stop, stop it with the, but yeah, but you don't have to do this. You don't have to do two pages of self-serving, you know, butt licking crap yeah. like this you know and he calls it the most ambitious storyline in my five plus years i've been spider editor what about the last three years with nick spencer that wasn't ambitious that was an ambitious story yeah come on i mean it's like this is this is garbage this is absolute self-serving garbage yeah. you know so i don't know i remember when i read this and i saw where he was saying that shed was one of his famous stories the first thing that popped in my head was that's automatically a disqualifier in my book for you to be a spider-man editor uh, because Shed Shed was awful on so many damn levels. Yeah, it wasn't just bad; it was offensive. That that's that's the offensive part there. Jr. talks about with F's that that did offend me too. And and, and and so here we glorify that. Boy, did I love Shed? Are you kidding me? Right. Really? Yeah. Wow. By and the way, then, boys, Eric yeah, says you and Jr. are on fire tonight. <laughs> Without, well, this, this, I, this, this is the last bonfire I'm part of. Well, I, I, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm, I'm more thinking on a PR level because this is kind of what I went to college for. But like, I don't think um, it, they have to one. They have to keep it Spider-Man relevant, so they can't use yeah. like Hellions or Ant-Man or like his his more recent work. And you can't just go out there and say, "Oh yeah, I I, re I registered it was shit." You can't just say that as you an editor to, to your so as a PR move, it makes sense. I don't like Shed that much, and no, I get why. Could, I, hey, but hang I, on, Jr. I'm sorry, no, but he could have said, "How about behind the mustache?" He could have used a Zeb Wells story people liked. <sighs> but I'm just saying that like people, Zeb Wells has written Amazing Spider-Man before, and I know we're going to disagree on this, but I but I get it from a PR angle. Like this is this is standard corporate speak. I was trained in this. He has to make it sound like the next issue is going to be the best thing you've ever read. Yeah, and and um, it's the same. Th it's it's the same thing as when Marvel talks about how important and great One More Day is, when everyone knows that's bullshit. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, but they can't this come out and say, yeah, yeah, shed and One More Day sucks. Sorry, but we're, well, we're don't we're, say yeah, anything at all then. It's, I agree. It's, well, it's, well, it's, it's like with uh, Saladin Ahmed. Like they make a point about like his his previous work, and I kind of wish they had kept like his other his his non Spider Man works with Zeb Wells. But like he brings up Black Bolt Exiles and Miss Marvel. Like I think Exiles was trash, but like I but people know that work, so they're gonna mention it. it. It's just kind of one of those things that we kind of have to take on the nose and just kind of, I guess, live with it. Uh, I, another reason I gave this book to uh, George is because it has one of his favorite characters in it. Misty Knight. We didn't talk about this part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I looked through it and saw that Misty Knight and Colleen uh, wing were there. Mm. Don't care. I'm done reading. I'm done buying it Marvel. Done reading Marvel. I mean, it was cool. I could see Misty Knight. I mean, if, if this is my last comic book and I could see Misty Knight one last time, I'm like, okay, cool. Cause I, I'm damn sure not excited about seeing Spider-Man for the last time. I what didn't about, like. I, I didn't like what the, about the other. Uh, the part with uh, Kafka uh, is his psychiatrist. And then, the, right. and then the next story we have. I, I guess it's Doctor Kafka again, back uh, shifting back into her uh, dumpy form. Oh, George is gonna. George is gonna beat my ass next episode. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> next episode. This, this he's done. Deal is, deal is it. Oh no! <laughs> I'm talking about. 
next episode. Like the next oh, episode. In, in, oh, in the, the news, news episode. Okay. Okay. But it, it does tease the JMD Mateus story coming out, which I like him coming back. We're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, Leah, look, we go from Dr. Kafka being petite and hot again. Keep scrolling. Well, back to Doc, uh, doc back to Dr. Kafka oh, looking, oh, you know, yeah, like she go. used to. Oh yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, I'm like they, they, they're so inconsistent with Doctor. I mean, they're not as inconsistent as the movie where you know they gave Doctor Kafka dong, but uh, you know it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Amazing Spider-Man two. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. is mom still watching? I don't yeah. know. I, this kind of late now. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, I mean I, they, oh. they're so inconsistent with Doctor Kafka and how she's supposed to be portrayed true. and how she's supposed to look. We've we've mentioned that so many times. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, you're 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 you're, you're tap dancing on a landmine here because this is one of the things you guys never get right. We're at it again, two, boys. Two hours of two issues. Um, we are about half an hour late on the next. This show. is this is the most negative this show has been, Brad. Yeah, I would agree. In, in like in like yeah. three years, I would mm-hmm. I would agree. This would this agree. is as negative as we would be any month during a slot month. I I, yep. I agree. You, very strong opinions. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, by the way, Mama's still watching. Uh, yes, I'm still here. <laughs> You're gonna get a phone call. <laughs> she has texted me before while I was on the show telling me to Post-its? don't don't Mama's say that. Watching, don't say right this. Your- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Ira wants to know what Jr. gave grades for those other two stories or the other two completes. Did you uh, like the you Colleen know, Wing and the the Ben Riley Electro thing? Or Dr. No, no, he's, he's he's talking about the incompletes I gave in the last podcast. Oh, when I wouldn't rate those two, give me those you two know, grades from and, last I, and month. I gave them incompletes because, like I said, at that point it, it just seemed to me. I, I, I not knowing exactly where the story was going, I felt I was missing a lot of context. Uh, but now I would give, I was going to give them both actually fairly good grades. Cause I thought the story was that they were intriguing that how they were wrapping these things up. But now I got to give them both C minuses cause they're garbage. You know, good job. So, Ira. I totally forgot about asking them that with those. They were, they were going to get B's originally, but now everything is the way everything is rolled out. They get C minuses. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get the final thoughts from Kelly. We'll go around the horn. Kelly, final thoughts on these two issues um, or anything. I mean, I guess the thing is, is I should be shocked. Yeah. Yet somehow I am not surprised because this is what Marvel likes to do. Yes. To Spider-Man fans. Yes. They, they pull the football. Like George said, totally. Yeah. That's pull the kind of way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Peter, final thoughts on these two issues. Uh, the first final thought for uh, 74, 875 is dissatisfying. Yes. And um, I mean, they got the Peter and MJ characteristics, but it's not what we were looking for. Yeah. It's not what we really wanted. Which and for not what Spencer wanted either. Yeah, it's not what Spencer wanted either. We, yeah. they, they can deny that. And just like JMS, we'll hear about it 10 years from now. He'll he'll speak up about it, just like JMS Hopefully spoke with, up with us. I think that would yeah. be. I would. I've been waiting to interview him for three years. Please come on, tell us your side. And then uh, for this issue, this could have been done with the Peter and MJ. They didn't have to go to Ben. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Neil, final thoughts. Um, ASM seven, ASM eight seventy five. What a load of crock. ASM uh, eight, number seventy five. I didn't hate it. I'm kind of, in, I'm not interested, but it's more like I'm kind of 
wanting to see where this goes before I give like a total final judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Because it got it got, it, got, it kind of it I don't want to say it hooked me, but it kind of like you know I'm kind of makes okay, me want to read more. Let's 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 see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, Jr. Final thoughts. Let's not get hung up on the fact that it didn't end the way we wanted it to end. Let's get let's get hung up on the fact that it was bad storytelling, and we weren't we didn't we weren't given what we paid for. You know, I mean, are you that's talking how about Marvel three years? Is, or are you talking about the, just that that one book? Well, I'm well. Ultimately, now the whole three years, but primarily okay. just this one book. Yeah. You know, we we didn't get what we paid for. We didn't get a story. Marvel refuses to actually tell good stories. It seems with Spider Man. Yeah, that's true. On his last review show of his own uh, resignation, <laughs> Do not because play? I asked him or anything, uh, in front of your mother, in front of us, <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> want to play Amazing Grace? I am, uh, no, no, I am, uh, uh, I don't know. I feel liberated. Uh, I'm, no, I, no I, I do because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in this uh, abusive relationship anymore with Marvel Comics. I'm I'm free. I'm done. I don't care anymore. Yeah. That that's what that's what this latest swerve has done to me. That's what the uh, the ending of um of uh, the whole kindred thing and the way that they swerved and switch you know switch focus unexplainably from Peter uh, and his soul to Harry and made it all a big uh, thing about that. Um, and and my final issue or my final statement I would give to fans is. Uh, and I'll, I'll get the camera on this. Do you think Marvel respects you as a reader? You need to ask yourself that. Do you feel that Marvel Comics, Marvel Publishing, Marvel Entertainment respects you as a reader? If not, why do you keep buying their stuff? Why do you keep buying variants? Why do you keep selling out for stuff? Oh, well, maybe they'll fix it in 900. Maybe they'll fix it in 1,000. They're not ever going to fix it. Mm. They're going to keep stringing you along. Hoping you buy variants, hoping you buy collectibles while they keep disappointing you with horrible storytelling. And if that upsets you like me, break the cycle of violence, break the abuse, yeah. walk away from them. Hornacek says, George should pull a Jerry Maguire and say, I'm leaving. Who's coming with me? <laughs> he just asked. He asked if, if you are tired of being having the football pulled from you and you're Charlie Brown. Why do you keep playing ball with Lucy? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I yeah. almost feel like this should have ended. George Berryman, good day, good day, yeah. good day. Now, what does that mean for me on the show? I mean, I, it's I, it really it's up to Brad. Number one, I'll still come back every year for Spider Jeopardy. Yeah, uh, this comes at a weird time because I just quit. Uh, we just quit doing it's next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, well, that's true, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I still got to see the movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can still come on and talk about news because a lot of times the news yeah. doesn't have anything to do with what's going on in comics. That's but that's up to Brad. If Brad wants me to come back for like, yes, news or things like that, I'll I come do. back for that and then and then skip town and they can bring somebody else in here who's uh, who's reading this abuse. because um, <laughs> I'm just not willing to do it anymore. Yeah. And if, um, if it's okay with you, George, can I be you during the review shows? Uh, what do you mean? Can you be me? What yeah, is that? Can I just the, be you? Just the guy that uh, hates sharing the truth. Sharing the truth about yeah. uh, the beyond stuff. I, I mean, everyone should be like that, to be honest. I mean, I won't every, smoke. I'm not going to take up smoking. I'm sorry. I haven't. How long has it been since I've smoked? Oh, wow. So. Here, <laughs> Jeffrey has a question for George. George, three years ago, you told JR to take your Kirby hand Ooh. and go on the Spencer run. Do you regret offering your hand to JR? This is good. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. 
Yes. Come on, JR. And I have I have thought about that. And and yes, I have. And uh, I do regret it. And and I regret that um, that Marvel ruined all that after they had generated so much goodwill after that first issue and that giant Mia Culpa letter. That Niccolo wrote, which has now been replaced by, you know, hey, I hope you like, uh, you know, rapey, child-eating story writing Zeb Wells, because <laughs> uh, that's back, you know. And and so, yeah, it made me – it did. I, I said, JR, let's just go with this. Let's see it. JR was cynical. JR was, JR was right to be uh, because we, we got a great uh, – I, I, some great things were done during Sprinter's Run. They were. Mm-hmm. Him and Mary Jane got back together, which this book had sorely been missing. Uh, a lot of wrongs were righted, like Peter's doctorate, right? Yeah. And um, But it, it doesn't make up for how Marvel swerved us in the end, pulled yeah. the football away, uh, and just expects us to say, oh, well, maybe a 900. Maybe a 900. Maybe that's when it's coming. No, break the cycle, guys. Yeah. It's not happening. Walk away from it if, if it bugs you that much, like it does me. I swear to God, you'll feel better the next day. Matt says, uh, welcome to the club, George. Trust me, your wallet will thank you. Yep. Uh, where can I buy a shirt that says JR was right? <laughs> <laughs> Patreon? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I want a new segment on future Spider News episodes where the panel summarizes the recent issues for George and we get his reaction. Well, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. We know what makes him mad. So are we going to, are we going to like, are we going to streamline the narrative to make it exactly the way he hates it? So he'll get the maddest we can possibly make him. He, want, no, he doesn't care. Him. Here's George the thing. doesn't care. I've stopped. That's the thing. I've stopped caring. Yeah. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, this, done. this is, this is what, this is what Marvel's done. I've been the Spider-Man fan since 1975. I mean, I've stopped reading the book before. This isn't new. It's true. I stopped, I stopped reading the book back during the Clone Saga because I was like, boy, is this shit. I'm out. And, uh, you know, and, and then uh, I quit again after one more day. Now, the only time, like the only issues I like, for there was a brief time on the site when I was trying to read like some of the issues after a while. And I because they were on Marvel, uh, I think on Unlimited at that time. And I was like, I'll go back and look at them. And I kind of reviewed them. But eventually they were so god-awful, I had to stop. Yeah. And um, and then I came. I, I, I hadn't read anything again until uh, I read Omit because I was going to be a guest panelist during the, re- the reviews for Omit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, when Brad uh, brought me in as full-time in 2011. You bought a lot when, of bad slots, yeah. Back when, back when me and Bailey came on, yeah, uh, permanent. Um, I went back and I read a lot of back issues of uh, Superior, so I could be ready. And I even said, like at the time, I was honest with that. I was like, actually, this is better than his Spider-Man work because mm-hmm. he seems to get Otto. He seems to relate to Otto more than he does Peter. It's true. Um, and then, um, yeah. So I, I mean, and I kept reading Slot because I was on the show. I mean, that's we. I used to say we read uh, bad comics so you don't have to. True. Right. And uh, but now I'm not willing to say that anymore. I'm not willing to keep paying money to get abused by Marvel. I'm just not willing to do it. And either. Honestly, all of you, a lot. And I'm not talking to the panelists. I'm talking to you out there in the crowd. Again, ask yourself, do you really want to contribute? Keep contributing, you know, keep contributing to that. Because, like I said, ask yourself one more time tonight before you go to bed. Look in the mirror. Does Marvel respect me as a reader? If not, why are you giving them money? Uh, Vinkman, thank you for the super chase. Says after three years of Spencer, it feels like we're right back where we were before. I don't think so. I, I, I disagree, no. Vinkman. Uh, the since past is erased. Mary Jane and Peter are back together. Uh, those are two big things that we didn't have at the and, end. And the deck and the deck is actually more stacked against breaking them up than it was at the end. At probably at the end of one more day. I think. 
Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.